you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. From Hollywood, California... 
in the steamy Cambodian death fields of the warmth of Meltdown Comics' Nerd Melt Theater, Harmontown is now in session. The audience has made an agreement to laugh despite their discomfort. Despite bathing in the warm humidity of each other's armpits. Speaking of which, let's bring out Spencer Crittenden. Warmest pits in the world. He deals in humidity. Hello, Spencer. I have a good idea. Let's bring out the mayor of Harmontown and bring this shit to order. Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Uh, 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 Kumail's here, and I want to I want to I want to maximize our Kumail time. But uh, we got a couple of, of items of official business. We got a. We got we got some we got some awareness. Uh, this this is a, seg a, a segment's called uh, uh, boring uh, uh, awareness things about our show. Boring. Sometimes you gotta say stuff about your show, and if anyone is listening for the first time, they're like, "This is like every podcast. The first ten minutes is about a bunch of shit." As if I listen to the podcast every week, but I don't. <laughs> Sorry, but we're one of them tonight. Um, the, we're doing this uh, Harmon Quest thing. It's for real now. It's been yeah. a long time. Yeah. I thought I thought it was a uh, working title, but but uh, I, I think it's too late now to change it. And yeah, uh, if anyone has any ideas, you know, let I us know. No, I, no, I don't think I don't think we can change the you, title. Oh. Is that you admitting that you wanted to, you want to keep that title no matter what, even, even no, in the face of I, a better title? I would love to have come up with something like pencils and d swords, and I, but obviously I didn't. I, I, did, I did come up with that, but yeah. and I was like, well, that's dumb. I, you know, I, where happy, was that? I'm, I'm quite happy ago. with Harmon Quest. I, I know it's, it's good. Like, it's, it's an offshoot of Harmon Town, is and now we go on a quest. I think that makes very linear sense to me. Well, I don't I, I, an offshoot of Harmontown. I mean, like, like, wouldn't you wouldn't you ideally like the thing to stand on its own? You know, if, oh, I, if I was Kevin we, Smith, like, wouldn't you? Would, would, you know, and, and I, I, would you want it to be called like like Smith 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 Smithness uh, Smith Smiths and Sorcery or something? Are, are you saying it's like, Smith or would you want a chance to be like, well, Kevin Smith's in it? Is it However, true? I also like Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I don't want to force. It's like Appetown. Uh, like, like, hey, I don't care what you. You gotta, you gotta drink my Kool-Aid, otherwise you can't even, you can't even uh, give this show a shot. What, are you saying it's too late to make that change now? Yes. <laughs> Why is it too late? We haven't even shot it yet. I don't know, because I assume that the wheel, the larger wheels turn earlier and more slowly. They're, they're not drawing up billboards right now. Like... All right. Well, I'll, I'll make a call on Tuesday. And I'll, well, but I'll, I better have a list of the I'm titles. glad we announced the name sucking. All right. <laughs> are, you, are you saying that we should put that, uh, like, that flare up in the air for people to give us names for it? Or I no, did. No, because then, they'll, then they'll sue us. Um, the, oh, uh, yeah, huh. The, the, uh, but what the real reason we bring it up is because the tapings, which we're going to do, um, regardless of what it ends up being called, are happening very soon, within the next couple of weeks. September like 15th, we start taping for a, couple, for a week. Yeah. Uh, two weeks. 
Yeah, like eight days, I think. Um, I eight days. It's like a week. Yeah, it's like a weekish. Um, and there's like five separate tapings, and we're, that we're gonna need uh, that each of which will two episodes. Are two yielded episodes. Out of each of those things. Yeah, uh, there's five nights with two showings each night, I believe. So you can sign up for any of those ten shows. No, I think you can sign up for any of those five nights. Oh, and you're there the whole night. You're there for two shows, two episodes worth of taping. All right, for, which will take a couple hours, um, and uh, we'll move you move you around in the seats between each episode, <laughs> so it looks like there was a different crowd every night. But uh, uh, and we'll change shirts, and then uh, but but, oh, but you'll yeah. be, you'll be there for two episodes, which I think will be good. That's the way we did the uh, the original stuff. Um, and so what I'm gonna do because I'm not we we don't. We don't have the information that you need right now. Also, I think it would be weird for me to announce it right now because then if to the extent that you are an adoring fan, you'd, you'd have to spend the next five minutes going like, like, oh, let me get my foot in that door before the, it sells out. I'm flattering myself, I know. But <laughs> I want you to just enjoy and not have anxiety about like uh, Black Monday or whatever the hell it's called, Boxing Day or, you know, this. I don't, I don't want this rush for the rush, the Cabbage Patch doll rush. Cyber Tuesday. So what, I, so what I'll do is on, on Tuesday at noon, noonish, right around noon, so now you've, you're forewarned, like right around noon Tuesday, when we have the information, I'll tweet like a link to a website where you can, you can rush to, to reserve uh, seats for the Harmon Quest. For, for the whole audience? Like, like that, that, that'll be our whole audience is that rush. I, well, again, I flatter myself, but I don't think if, we're going to need more. If that would be the way to do it, that would be awesome, as opposed to just having you know people that may or may not know exactly what we're doing. I, I, yeah, no, I don't think we're going to need to go get people off the street, but I think I do think we're do going... Do we know how big the... Uh, I talked to the guy that's producing it. Uh, do we know how big the studio audience is, is yet? Like, it's like 110 people. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can do that. Says. We can do that five times. Of course we can. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> But we're but we're also using one of those services. We're doing it through a service that I'm sure will then go. Nope, your fans don't like you. Now we'll turn this other valve where tourists are coming in dressed as lobsters for let's make a deal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I couldn't get into the prices right, but I guess what I'll watch it, what, this what, guy. What if it was only the same like two or three hundred people that just kept sifting through the whole time wearing different shirts. That'd be fine with me. I would. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, they can, the people can come every, every, every show. What I would, what I would, what I would like people not to do is just automatically before they figure out that they can make every show, re, you know, reserve a ticket for every show because it's a ticket we can't, uh, you know, try to split the difference between precaution and, because at the same time we're going to be like 10% overbooking and all that shit. So there's, there's uh, bullshit going, going both ways, ain't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're both going to fuck each other over. Just hit every elevator button in the, in the car. I mean, why, why, didn't, why didn't we make the smart move and do all five tapings at Madison Square Garden? <laughs> Uh, all right, so moving on. Uh, 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 Festival Supreme, Jack Black's Lollapalooza of comedy and music uh, um, is happening in October. Uh, Harmontown is doing a show. Jeff isn't going to be able to uh, participate, but we're doing a Harmontown Sadly, Festival I'll be Supreme. Out of town. Do we have any detail? I, I I know we do, but I don't because I I don't personally right uh -huh. now. Winter, does anyone have any details about when our show is for Festival Supreme? It's October 10th. Oh, they haven't given us. They I, gave Jeff. Isn't it? Oh, no, but I, th I think it's October 10th. That's, I, I know that because I think that's, that's the date I f found out that I had been booked on like a long time ago. Well, that makes sense. All right. But I could be wrong about that, but double check that. It is, it, it's the 10th, but we don't have a time yet. Oh. All right. Well, I'm out of town no matter what fucking time it is. 
I came down a little hard on Steve on that one. <laughs> I kind of feel, I wish we had a big, big. See, so one day I want to move the show to like a big, a big sound stage so that we can. Uh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> it's 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 nine foot Neil. <laughs> I can't see around this pillar because I'm tall. Nine foot Neil should meet uh, Tay Brixton. Yeah. <laughs> the, t- the tallest fan of the show should meet the littlest show promoter. Uh, when we, you when see me coaxing you back into Tay Brixton. Is it Ty or Tay? I now I forget. Ty Brixton. When we when we when we do get get bigger, more comfortable digs with room to to like like create a space, I would like to put Steve Levy in like a little. A little circular research desk. Like oh, a, so he's our newsroom back yeah, there. Yeah, he can have like a little internet, there. like 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 yeah. center, yeah. and then he can just like tell me about my calendar and about like. Uh, so he, he can do corrections at the after, after the show. Actually. Yeah, uh, you said, and he could be the one to put through tweets from people that are watching live, and we'll have them up on a screen. And then it's it's. I got big plans. That's a great idea. It's going to be fun. But I like the way it is. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't, well, I don't need you. You're, you're uh, an original fan. I don't need you. <laughs> Who cares? That's how I felt about the fucking Pixies. Look what they did to me. It broke up twice. You just Donald Trump. And they had a big laugh about it. <laughs> Death to the Pixies. I love you. Why are you selling me this shirt? You're making fun of me. Is that your dick or your thumb? That's oh, your thumb. <laughs> Uh, you are a debaser. You really are. Eight, eight laughs from people with really specific haircuts, I'm sure. All right. So, uh, all right. One, well, speaking of music, I want to do cuts. one segment before we bring Kumail out and then, and then, and then and have an open, a potpourri. I, I call it a, I call it a, 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 a Kumail, a Kumail, a Kumail bag. A Kumail, no. Kumail bag's not well, bad. Well, that, that, that implies correspondence, though. Yeah, it's like, I said to him, he texted me that he was going to make the show, and I said, "Cool!" Exclamation point, and then two spaces, and then parentheses, mail. And, and then he he wrote back an hour later. Uh, How about you've got? I don't understand that. That doesn't sound anything like my name, and it's spelled differently. What about you've got Kumail? No. Okay. That well, we'll get to that in a second. But first, a I'm going to think of a 90 worse versions of that. Here's a segment I call Dan nitpicks uh, song lyrics. I like to listen to music and sometimes I nitpick the lyrics, nitpick the lyrics, nitpicking the lyrics. If these were the lyrics to a song, I'd say they were repetitive. See, now, See even old... I'm not. I'm not immune. I don't. I don't give myself a pass. So, uh, this is where I hold other musicians to the fire, <laughs> and, including their feet. Um, yeah, I mean, I frequently nitpick on lyrics. Like you, I think you and I have both sat around uh, a drink and and, t- and talked about. You know, Billy Joel's tonic, yeah. tonic and gin. Come yeah. on. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's the thing. When you're chasing a rhyme, you know, you don't have to rhyme. Like, like, anyways. So, yeah. all right. So, here's this song. It's called Highway, The Highway Man by The Highway Men. You Remember know, The Highway Men, the super group, the country western super group. Waylon Jennings. Chris Christopherson. Waylon Chris Jennings. Chris Christopherson. Willie Nelson. <laughs> we say all four names differently. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Waylon Toby Jennings. Keith. <laughs> 
Chris Christopherson, Johnny Cash, Tammy Wynette. It's it's Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, and a uh, uh, and Willie Nelson. Um, nice. uh, the the uh, Chris Christopherson. I think I I'm gonna guess if he's the one who's taking the verse. I think he is because I think I recognize everyone else's voice. I think he showed up to this song pretty drunk. Is that when he, who goes? Johnny Cash goes to space, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so this, this song's called The Highwayman, and it's a country-western supergroup, and they each take a verse. And uh, this is the frustrating thing about, about these lyrics is how in, I get on board, and I'll, I'll walk you through me getting on board. It's Willie Nelson starts and says, I was a highwayman along the coast roads I did ride with sword and pistol by my side. That's pretty cool. That's good. Many off and running at that point, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I'll keep it down if you like. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own for the rest oh, of this no. highway. Oh, no. <laughs> Many a young maid lost her baubles to my trade. It's code, but it's good. Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade. Cool. The bastards hung me in the spring of 25. I don't know what century you're talking about. <laughs> that 1925 is when we started hanging the people that ran around like, the highway with swords. I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 17 or 18. I'm yeah, I think it was just like, but he had to rhyme, but I am oh. still alive. Okay, so fine, good. I'm on board because it sounds like it's about a ghost <laughs> of a highwayman. Or, or, or a timeless character that lives through time. Well, you're, you're way ahead of everything. It sounds like a ghost from that. It doesn't sound like okay. a timeless character who lives through everything. You're, you're, you're... For, me, for me, it does, because I've read literature. No. It's one, it's one verse of a song. I, lived in the, I was killed in 25, but I'm still alive. Oh. That's a ghost. He's got unfinished business. That's all it is. It's just a ghost. A, a ghost doesn't say I'm still alive. A ghost says I'm not alive. I'm a ghost. Woo! No, that's... <laughs> That's a ghost out of cereal box. Uh, I'm a ghost and I love blueberries. Okay. All right, look. I've heard, I've heard this song 19 million times. I might, I might be ahead of the curve on this song. I'm sorry. If, if, if ghosts say I'm a ghost, woo, uh, ghost with Patrick Swayze would have been a terrible, terrible movie. He would have woken up after getting shot uh, and he would have gone, I'm a ghost, woo. And then he never would have met Whoopi Goldberg. None of the ghosts and poltergeists said, I'm alive still. I'm a regular person. They knew, that they knew what they were fucking getting away with. All right. Second verse. So here's where Chris Christopherson comes in. When you listen to the song, you'll hear he's a little, he's in his cups, as Jeffy would say. He's, he's a little drunk. Uh, I was a sailor. I was born upon the tide. With the sea, I did abide. I sailed a schooner around the horn of Mexico. I went aloft and furled the mainsail in a blow. Ugh, chunky. In a blow? I don't, yeah. That, that, and when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed, but I am living still. Okay, so now, as Jeff spoiled, we're talking about a timeless figure here. Oh, uh, uh, or, or, or is it a series of ghosts stepping forward and saying, here's what I was doing. <laughs> A tip of my, my cap, my sailor cap, and then the... Ghost Anonymous. Um, uh, and then, so I, I'm assuming this is Waylon Jenny who comes in. I was a dam builder across the river deep and wide where steel and water did collide a place called Boulder on the wild Colorado. I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below. They buried me in that great tomb that knows no sound, but I am still around. 
always be around and around and around and around. They all come in. Okay, so I'm like, this is good. This sounds great. I love this. And 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 then and then Johnny Cash comes in and goes, I fly a starship. <laughs> This was the, seven, the late 70s, early 80s. If you didn't have a spaceship and a quarter of your shit, you were off the air. So, so take it easy on them. Okay. But it's... it's, but it's <laughs> and then, then, then like, one of them comes Dan, in with a guitar Dan, that kind of sounds like a laser. Dan, without ruining what you, what you want to get through here, can I stop and can I freeze frame the first time you heard this? Is that recently or is that... A while back. I heard this a while back, but I just but I like the song that I've heard. I was listening to it again recently, and then I, the, my problem lyric is coming up right at the end. Right. So at the point, the first time I heard the song, was I heard the song a bunch of times and never really paid attention to the lyrics, as you often do. Like you hear a song a million times, go, oh, I never knew what that song was actually saying. And this one, the first time I realized that Johnny Cash goes to space, that that moment was was, was awesome. Yeah. Then this is the this is before Cloud Atlas, by the way. This song. <laughs> I was Tom Hanks. I was a caveman after the war, with Holly Berry in my door. A future rich lady with cures to my disease. I talked her into easing my sick son's disease. Uh, <laughs> And when she t explained to me that the human race was a joke, I, I was still Tom Hanks. All right. <laughs> Always be Tom Hanks and a Hanks and a Hanks and a Hanks and a Hanks. Um, all right. So anyways, uh, I fly a starship across the universe divide. And when I reach the other side, I'll find a place to rest my spirit if I can. Perhaps I may become a highway man again. Oh, shit. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, this is the peak of, I'm like, holy shit, he stitched it all together. He is, he's the same guy. He's in a starship. He's thinking about being a fucking highway man. Or I may simply be a single drop of rain. <laughs> But I will remain. Oh. Pick a team. I'll be back again and again oh, and again and again. Yeah. I mean, they weave this macho, like, 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 like Cloud Atlas yeah. of these guys, like one guy. I, I, you know, I, I, what's, what's the difference lonely, between weary. a dam builder and a highwayman and, a, and a, a future truck driver in space? Like, we're all, we're all old white men. Like, 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 <laughs> and, and there's something, there's a spiritual connection that unites us all. But it's like, but I, I may be a drop of rain. Well, me too. Any a drop of rain? Who wants to be a drop of, that's dumb. Yeah. A drop of, I may be. I actually, it occurs to me, I've never, I've never noticed that lyric. That is a very disappointing lyric. He, he ruined it, because why is the guy in the starship going, going like, what, who's, he, who's he talking to? Like, he's going like, I fly a starship. Well, Look out for that asteroid. You know, I got this weird feeling. I was a highwayman in a past life. So when I die, I'll probably come back as a highwayman. But fuck it, you know, I mean, maybe just general Buddhist shit. <laughs> I mean, the, high, the spaceman is the most, because you're seeing stars and fucking planets and shit. If you're ever a drop of rain, it's when you're flying through space. Or is he saying that... But he, but no, he, there's no rain in space. No, but I mean, he's like, he's... he's the rain 
like, space falls. <laughs> he's only a drop of rain. He's so minuscule, in, in, even in comparison to the whole of rain. Okay, I yeah. Think yeah, so I, yeah, he's saying, he's saying how, how infinitesimally small is my existence? He's a soul. He's like a cycle of souls in a cycle of, of, of a rain of souls. <laughs> that keeps going like it's like the water. You know, like... <laughs> It's kind of and cool. And he's, he's also saying that, like, uh, that, like I, I, I may come back again. Yeah, exactly. If, if I, if I come back again, I keep doing this. Then, then it will I'll... either be as one of these, one of these, one of these people, a human being, or, or a drop of water. Well, I don't know. It's like metaphorical. It's he, like he also says the soul cycle is like rain, and he's like just part of all of these souls in these internal cycles, talking about how they used to be highwaymen. But if he's going to use it a metaphor, then the whole song should be called "Drops of Rain," but and then says, it should but, but be like "One says, Drop of Rain." I was was called a highwayman. Here's another example of a kind of rain I was. I was a drop of rain named Ralph from Colorado. I slipped ironically on real rain and fell below. These are all lives and they're as pointless as the rain, but each drop will remain until it evaporates again and again and again. Uh, so, but he does say, he said, uh, I, I, I go across the universe divide, and if I, when I get to the other side, that, that implies like when he's dead, right? right? When he, like, when uh, yeah, he, yeah. When, when, I, when I actually go to whatever the, the, the afterlife for a, a possibly a cyclic, like a karmic traveler goes to, maybe I find out, maybe I'm nothing. Maybe that was all pointless. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just one of these stars in this endless space that, that we look at, like Spencer said. I think it's cool. I, I thought it was dumb until it got resolved where he'd still remain and it'll be like, oh, it's a metaphor. I, I, was, I don't like when people say rain and rhyme again and again because first it was highway men and again. It was, right. They said again yeah, like we they, say we, again. You, you don't have to change again. Um, yeah, I, 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 look, look, I like that all the guys are... They're, they're, it's a human song. It's not a song about the fu- a fucking cosmology. It's about, it's about four different like little uh, uh, shapes of loner you know it's like 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 what just because you're born in a time when when a when a man with integrity uh uh wasn't even didn't even have the option of being a cattle rustler or a highwayman you know doesn't mean that while well, you're welding a rivet on the on a dam when you're built you know something is silly you know it's like 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 i'm not a cowboy i'm not a spaceman when i'm built, welding this dam but it's like you know it's, it's four different guys going like i i you know i was like i was a country western archetype and then i and then i died but i didn't die because i'm all they're all me and it's like it's it's important to me that that guy be like a guy with with you know it's a guy it's not about it's about a guy's relationship with the cosmos not not about mapping the cosmos itself and going like you couldn't die ants down there one of those ants could be me in the grains of sand upon the beach why not that because that's a different song that's like something you'd hear in an incense store like like, like that's not that's not that's not something you'd listen to when you're drinking a glass of scotch and you're like yeah my dad was a fucking spaceman and I'm gonna yeah. So, so are, are you are you upset that this this song isn't country enough for you that it goes into the hippie cosmological metaphysical at the very I, I, don't, I don't like going from when I when I get to the other side which is like Tolkien asks like the elves going across there's like like I'm a person yeah. and I, thought, I have a, I thought you didn't like Tolkien I don't like thought. Tolkien all right I don't like those elves man all right so that's that's enough how do you just turn off your mortality by going on a fucking boat what the shit is that <laughs> thanks Steve. 
Well, now what we're finding out is you'd like it if they, if as they got uh, uh, right off the shore, they all turned into rain. Well, I'm just if if I was observing my life over millennia, cycling and cycling and cycling, I might have the thought that shit, maybe millions of other people are doing the same thing, and that's also kind of interesting. Yes. But only worth a, path, worth a passing mention. I will agree, Dan, that I, I don't think that the song Highwaymen uh, succeeds in doing what it tries to... Uh, like it, 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 it fumbles on the goal line a little bit of, 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 of the goal line they're trying to cross. It's like, this is a giant metaphysical like thing going on here. Like, I get what they're going for, but it doesn't quite succeed in either... Either way. Well, that's been you, uh, Highwaymen lyrics. You've been nitpicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song, though. Kumail Nanjiani. Hello. Hello. Is Alan Wu coming or what? <laughs> yeah, Alan man. Wu is actually is directing Harmon Quest. And, oh, uh, and he's not here. Yeah. The people at home who aren't watching video, there's a seat very ostentatiously reserved in the front row that says, reserved Alan Wu on it. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. I, it's I like the only empty seat here, and it's the one guy here that's directing Harmon Quest. Yeah. Maybe he's running around the back of this house holding up his fingers like the, the, the camera frame <laughs> thing. Like he's, like he's, you know... Dan, can I say something? I'm with you on that song. These guys are, you guys are working too hard to make sense of something. It makes sense. I, can I say, I wrote down this quote you said, okay. Spencer. <laughs> First off, Camille, I didn't say it made sense. I'm saying like, I, 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 I come down on the side, I, I get where they're going. I don't think they nail it. Well, I think. And I think Dan's right in saying if, if they just sung, like, stuck to a song, about yeah. you know, there's the archetype of the loner that goes on through time yeah. and that, well, that will always be as we go on through the cosmos. I think, I, I think they could have done either or and made it better. Well, I think it's... Well, this is what Spencer said. What did I say? And Spencer said, if you're ever a drop of rain, it's when you're flying through space and everyone here nodded like, yeah, that, that's true, Spencer. I think it's funny that it's Johnny Cash's... They all clearly wrote their own... Versus, and then Johnny, they're like, I'm gonna be a dam builder, I'm gonna be a boatman. And Johnny Cash is like, I'm gonna drive a spaceship. I'm not sure about that. I, I don't know, because I, I had my guess, I, 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 this is totally a guess, and, so, and we will verify this later on. I'll look it up later. My guess is that Christopherson wrote the whole thing, or, uh, or one other person. Wrote it the seems whole thing. to me so different that, because he's the biggest star, Johnny Cash. I bet they had a meeting where they're like, well, we gotta have Johnny Cash. Yeah. If he's gonna be a spaceman, we'll put him at the end. Hopefully people have but, stopped paying attention yeah, but, to the lyrics but, but, but by they, then. But they were, they were all collaborators through so, so, so much of their careers. Like they, it was yeah, and I will also interject there that at this particular point in time, that Willie Nelson could have been like the big, the big gun. Like, like, like I, it depends from year to year. Like, like, like Johnny Cash went through a, a heavy period of time where he, you know, he was like sort of, oh, that's, it's like the way we thought about Roy Orbison and the, you know, when the traveling sure. Wilburys have is like, well, there's Roy Orbison. But anyways. The, but the, then Johnny Cash got co-opted by hipsters. He's like the hipster. Right. That was much, much yeah, later. Yeah, that was yeah. recently. Um, the, 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 God damn it. The fuck, God fucking damn it. I, I was Raindrop. Raindrop. Uh, the, rain, rain <laughs> the, the, oh, I don't, the rhyme scheme is actually pretty sophisticated. So it's like, I don't know if you, if you gave them each a verse i don't know it's weird the the sailor one is kind of 
kind of fucking a mouthful. I heard the furlum for the bird of my little blow. That sounds like Chris Christopherson. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was like a yeah, like an MC thing where they came in with it written on their yeah. hand and they're like, <laughs> I was a I was a plumber and everyone's like, oh fuck, did he yeah. not? This is supposed to be an epic that, that song. Would, I, I, I be... plunged the shit out of the crap. <laughs> the shit out of the crap. <laughs> I sorted it upon my lap. <laughs> I found the peanuts, distinguished yeah. turds from diarrhea. And then they were like, well, we got to put someone in a spaceship to balance this out. Yeah. I, I, I do remember, like, like probably in my either my teens or 20s, being disappointed when they changed again to again. Yeah. And I hate when songs make it again. Yeah. That's dumb. Uh, yeah. Or when they backwards sing, which we talked about too, when they put like, like they, they, they do Yoda speak, like just to make the rhyme. Oh, work. that's the worst. Yeah. Look, what's a good example of that when somebody's like, like, uh, and, uh, okay, and, like, and, and, and my love you will have. You're right, yeah, yeah. When like, you, yeah. Just, no, Tonic and gin. Yeah. Tonic and gin. Yeah. Fucking. My love you will have. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, we, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street 2 this weekend. And one. And we watched, one. We, we watched one because of Wes Craven passing, and we thought we'd honor him uh, again. And again. And I think it made, and again. A, and I think again. It made a difference. Again. I'm trying to think. Of, I want to I beat that lyric before I move on. Uh, 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 my, 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 my belt is buckled with the topaz of my pain. Uh, I don't know. So, like, like this guy, you got to bring it back to a country western thing, like a belt buckle or a beer bottle or something. I, I love the topaz of my pain. Topaz of my pain. <laughs> or not topaz. What's the other the other thing? Topaz is no, like no, no, a no. Turquoise. 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 My belt is buckled with the turquoise of my pain, but I'll be back. I mean, no, that would be dumb. We would. We would be I don't think Johnny Cash ever said the word turquoise in his life. <laughs> The, uh, okay, uh, 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 Nightmare on Elm Street, we watched it, and then, so then we thought, let's just watch Nightmare on Elm Street 2, because we kept talking about what we were watching. Uh, Camille was there, and uh, Shrab, and uh, Emily, and uh, AG, and uh, holy cats, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is super gay. It's like, it's, uh, there's no fear of that sounding like a homophobic or, no, or, or inaccurate statement. It is one of the gayest movies that's ever been made. It's gay as fuck. It, it, and it's kind of beautifully gay. Like, it's like not even that pornographically gay. It doesn't, it, there are some prurient, uh, 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 externalized gay things about it. Like, there's a lot of people taking their shirts off and like doing push ups together. But, but, but the thing that really makes it gay is the gay love, the, 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 the relationship. The two guys, and there's a part where they're both fighting, and one guy pulls his pants down, and then the fight continues with just one guy's butt out. Yeah, and it's, a, yeah, it's, there's it's, a lot of that kind of stuff. Well, it's the equivalent of, like, today it would be looked at as totally progressive because it is, like, there's, a, there's a girl in the movie, but she's not, she never, there's not an inch of skin outside her arms oh, she's or like collarbone so exposed. Draped, she's yeah. just sort of like a regular person Did and she man... doesn't get in any pillow fights or have any friends. But the guys have friends that pull each other's yeah. pants down and roll around and they're all hunky and stuff. Is it ever acknowledged? Do they speak about it? They this? don't really talk about it. It's just from like an alternate well, universe where like men are objectified. Well, what they, <laughs> what they do keep women. talking about is how one of them... Um, so who, a, a lonely clap in the back of the room. <laughs> what they do keep talking about, because that's the one where Freddy is inside the kid, and so they, the whole movie is so about gay. a kid. 
it's about a kid going to being misunderstood by people and going like, I don't know who I am. I don't know. You know, it's very. And, and according to Schraub, the writer actually in an interview said, "Yes, I was thinking of, that, of this as a metaphor for for uh, being young and 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 figuring out that you're gay." But he didn't expect the director to then take it and then and then double down on it. The, the writers often have like my original writing mentor, like when I was writing Monster House, like like one of the first pieces of advice he gave me is like, he said he said, and I don't know if this is maybe I'm betraying this. Am I going to be like Bruce Lee, like teaching people uh, kung fu? And uh, now yeah, because now everybody knows kung fu. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, that's why they never wanted it to get out. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, you got fucking Jackie Chan running around. Uh, um, the, uh, he said every, every, you know, screenwriters always have a secret. You know, they have a secret about the movie. Like, like you, you, try, to be, you try to be transparent in all your work. Like, like, like get your own head on paper and, and, and be really clear about things and, and, and passionate. But then there's one little exception to that, which is like the writer should know something that nobody else knows. Like like the basketball in Monster House is DJ's puberty. Uh, like it's his, it's his it's his boyhood bouncing over to the house or something like that. I think I think that was me phoning in like his advice. Going, okay, it's his puberty. I'll keep that a secret. Um, uh, but 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 so anyways, that writer was like, if that writer had done that, actually that, makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, it's a, their basketball. Yeah, it goes in and it's him. Getting a, becoming a grown-up and having to deal yeah. with grown-up shit like a fucking monster house. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well yeah, done. Like a like a like a, a mortgage, you know, like your yeah. when your property is who That's you are. That's right. As opposed to being a kid, kids kids trick or treat. They go and they take what they want from the grown-ups. You know, they're they're communists and parents are are capitalists and the basketball is. So he's going from communism to capitalism, mm, which is going from boyhood to adulthood. Yeah. Wow. Because communism is not viable. <laughs> that should have been the tagline for the movie. Communism is not viable. Communism is not viable. <laughs> Monster House. What? Yeah, I don't know. What Who's the... this for? <laughs> the bourgeoisie is the monster. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I just want... I mean, but, well, because one of the most interesting things is that in Friday the, uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1... Um, the 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 girl is a typical kind of scream queen. Um, she she and she's being stalked by this Freddy guy. She she goes to Johnny Depp and she says, um, "I have this idea. Like, watch me sleep and then I'll and then wake me up and I'm gonna try to grab Freddy." That whole thing is played out in this movie as well. But he goes to the guy's house. Like the guy cl- crawls in the window of another hunky guy's bedroom and like wakes him up and he's wearing like this midriff shirt and he's he's like, "What's going on, uh, Taylor?" And it's like. Listen, I really need to talk to you. But like the girl is like in the movie. She he yeah. just doesn't that, that's not who he takes his problems to. Um and, and, and he tells him, like, I want you to wake me up with this thing. It's I, a total rom com because they start out enemies and then they become really close. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I love them. Yeah. And they're not constantly calling each other fag or anything like that. Like there was a lot of stuff in the eighties where it was like, Oh, you're you know, you're you know, like like guys like bullying each other for being no like calling each other homo while they beat him up, but then in that same scene it's like, Oh, the water is like glistening off of my pecs, like and it's like 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 that's 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 what you expect from the eighties, but this was like more of a just a gay love story. 
And it was kind of like on the sleeve. Yeah. On the rolled up uh, fluorescent sleeve. Because <laughs> we were talking through it, but there's nothing really homophobic that happens in it. I right? just said that. Moving on. Right. I just. I feel like this is from your leftover high yeah. women aggression. It's being taken I, out I, on I me now. I, I don't think I was ever aggressive about high women. I, it's, I, I felt that we found some common ground on high women. I, I, feel like you, I feel like you're bringing some sort of weird. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 rage on me right now. I don't, I, I don't understand. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is a really good one. That's where they're dream warriors. Dream warriors. And they each have a dream power. See, so the yeah. only thing I know about... I've never seen any of the movies. The only thing I know about those movies is that Don Dawkins did the soundtrack for it. It was all Dawkins songs, right? I don't know who that is. <laughs> he was a rock and roller. Uh, yeah, well, also do yourself a favor and load up the Fat Boys uh, Freddy Krueger video uh, <laughs> Fat there when yeah. the Fat Boys are running around the house. And uh, uh, we uh, talked about this. Our favorite part is that they're being chased by Freddy, but they still find time for donuts. Right. Oh, yeah, they're like, oh, my God, there's food. Like, oh, but, the, and then, but then Freddy is rapping a lot. He's not like just the bridge in the rap. He, like, starts the rap. He's like, uh, like my name is Freddy Krueger, and I'm here to say... But they're, 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 like, he really says that. Is that the Will Smith one? Because he, he also did a thing with Will, Will Smith. Will Smith has one, but Freddy's not in that one. It's just Will Smith talking about Freddy. Oh, he doesn't have, like, a bridge? I don't think Freddy shows up in the Will Smith one. Oh, okay. But he does say, my name's Freddy Krueger, and I'm here to say, like, in the yeah. Fat Boys one. Is he really? Well, yeah, he you really I does. will slay. Yeah. You I will <laughs> slay. Yoda talk. Yep. Force that rhyme, Freddy. All right. Uh, it's like Bobby Brown's rap in Ghostbusters to uh, the, uh, my man Vigo, the master of evil. Yeah. <laughs> Vigo and evil? No. That's like a, again and again. I like when they have like raps at the end and like recap the whole movie. Yeah. I see, like I'm, Ninja I'm all for that. I'm yeah. For Ninja that. Turtles has that. Yeah. Where you're like, who is it? Because I just saw the movie. You don't need to recap it. Is it for people who come in at the credits? Like, what did I miss? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but nowadays like Disney and Pixar movies, they have all those little Easter eggs for the credits. I, I would be very happy if there was a rap at the end of every movie. Yeah, no, I loved it too. Yeah. I always feel bad for the rapper. Like I feel like like it wasn't his idea to like rap about ghost busting. Like I just feel like he's like in front of the microphone, like like seeing the ghost of his dad like shaking his head because he's like because his dad yo, wanted yo, him to be lazy. Come when the, when when Spock came in with the lasers. Yo, that wasn't tasers. I, I, I'm like a Mac Daddy, but I, you know I got the lasers. And then he looks over and his dad's like. <laughs> Wait, what about the... Boy, uh, you used to rap about selling cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Not rhyming lasers with tasers and lasers. You could have said phasers. But pop! Phasers was right there. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing that's in Star Trek. Yeah. They don't have tasers. I was, I was trying to do double duty where I was like rap, trying to rap like a rapper that hasn't seen Star Trek and was rapping about Star Trek. Freddy Krueger has razors. Well, that's it. Come on. Let's not. Uh, this is not. That segment's over. We're not nitpicking my improv lyrics. Uh, the, uh, okay, new segment. It's called Sperm Count Questions. Sperm Count Questions. Sperm Count. You hear it a lot, but what do you do with you got your sperm? And it's being counted. Oh, Sperm Count. Got sperm count questions. Will you come home tonight? I've got a sperm count questions. 
Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Dan, this is not a note, but sometimes you give me a look like you want me to kill the music. You give me that kind of like. Oh, nod, oh, okay. No, and, I want to. Then, that. and then I give you, I give oh. you the out and the music, and then you, then you go. Oh, on. we should have a signal. Uh huh. Oh, I see. Now I, I thought you were saying and then out. I, oh I, no, no, no. And, oh, okay, so I. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing. I'm just going off your lead. I don't want to have a signal. I want this to be a fluid. Okay. Yeah. Right. Usually it really is. And you guys, I'm always amazed at what you know when to cut the music out. Right, yeah. but sometimes, yeah, sometimes I, I blow it all the way. Like, so it's, 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 a, it's a fluid thing. All right, sperm count questions. All right, so... Do we ask you sperm count questions, or do you have sperm count questions I have, for us? I have sperm count questions. Okay. Oh, okay. Because I not? have one question. What? What's a good number? Okay, 80, 80. 80? No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, the, 80, 80. It's 80 like 20, it's 8080. Oh, yeah. My sperm's at 8080, bro. I'm good. You got 80 sperms out yeah. of 80 possibility yeah. sperms. Yeah, I got 80 out of 80 possible sperms. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing about sperm count. Here's the theory. Okay, so I, I, I come, and there's some sperm, and then you take a, you take a needle, and, you, and then you're like, you take a, you know, you, you're, you're, you have some, like, sample size, like a cubic, cubic micron or whatever the fuck it is, and you, and then you go this? in and you... No, I'm not doing it. Okay. okay. Sorry. A spermologist is doing it. Whatever, the people that count your sperm. So uh, it, 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 as far as I understand it, the, the, the idea is that what it is is a, it's a, you know, it's like a ratio to amount of fluid, right? right. I would assume so, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no how idea. much, I think it's density of usable shit in the ejaculate. I would think it's like the sperm and not the semen. Right. What is this uh, gesture? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You know, it's the sperm. Wait, so a, a, a gentleman's raising his hand over here. Do you know the answer to this? I really do know the answer. It's not like how many you have. Can you get up and grab a mic? Yeah, real quick? yeah. You'll have to uh... come up and talk about sperm. Sorry. <laughs> sperm count answers. The same thing happens in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Uh, there's this whole scene in biology class. I just spent 20 minutes talking about this right now. Uh, all right, what's your name, young man? Have right. you been up here before? I have. It's Scooter. Scooter. Oh. How can we forget? Oh, shit. How do you spell it? S-K-U-T-A. Okay. Yeah. All right, Scooter. So okay. I don't know why I know this, but I learned it recently, I believe. So uh, the sperm count, you have like the sample, and then they have like a, I don't know if they use real eggs or not, but the, what they count is how many make it to the egg. Wait, really? Like at a how many, simulated how, how like, racetrack? How many viable sperm make it through an actual right. yeah, like, egg? Because like, like some like like sometimes like alcohol use or some drug use makes your sperm like kind of lazy. Sure, so, tell so me you, about it. <laughs> wait, scoot it. Wait. So, so you'd have like a smaller count because less would make it to. Okay, the well, egg. where is the egg that they're using in the counting? Like, what I do don't you, know. It's a lady. But <laughs> it's Martha. They, they, it's also the same lady. It's the same lady for all of them. It's one lady. She's old now. She just has a window in her in her like ovaries. Yeah. They're like, okay, okay, one. She's two. like a cow at the state fair that you can watch grass yeah. digest with this like they, they put they put they put semen and then they come oh, we'll be back in six hours, Gloria. And she's like, yeah. okay, and she puts on headphones. It's like <laughs> I don't know what song is playing. I was yeah. a highwayman. <laughs> Drop of rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and then they come back in and they and they. I mean, seriously, come on. There's a, well, now this is this raises ninety more questions. How do you count? The Scooter, you're saying they're using actual viable eggs and and creating a situation where the sperm they would find out how much. Yeah, they basically it's like the active sperm you have versus bullshit deadbeat never gonna make right. It like so they they, they I guess organize a race and they see how many make the finish line. <laughs> 
sperm race. Yeah. Well, Wait. all of my questions about sperm count have to do with how they do it. So, I mean, that's an interesting answer, but it doesn't... Can anybody else verify or deny? What is it saying? like a maze? What, over there. What's what is name? it like? Michael. Michael, get the fuck up here. Michael knows more sperm answers. <laughs> Welcome to Spermantown. How's it going? <laughs> also, I could have Googled it. No. Yeah. It's way I better think, with I Michael. think we both read the same Reddit post. And Scooter. Yeah. There was a post recently about how when you smoke marijuana, it makes your uh, sperm have less motility, so they get lazy. All right. And so how they measure it is just, like, literally watch them move, and if, if like, they travel what? away from a point. So they just look uh, at them under a microscope, they pick and they literally distance. just measure the They distance. pick a radius. Yeah. It's like, uh, and they don't care what direction they go. Yeah, it's just, just like, oh, they went pretty far. Okay. okay. But how, okay, but, 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 okay, so, so, so let's say I come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Onto a micro- Easy, Michael. On a, uh, right, I'm sorry. <laughs> onto a microscope slide. <laughs> um, With a picture of a redhead on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you put it under the microscope, and now you see, well, you're going to see, like, a random number of, of sperm. They, ha- they have to, like, they, do they have a set number? So is the, is the sperm count? Yeah, so I always thought the count was the amount of like, spermatozoa per like That's what I thought. Sample. Like density. It well, density. it's not. Is it? What's your name? Will. Get the fuck up here, Will. Yeah. I will sacrifice. The right. Scooter, with Scooter, Scooter, you're gone. Right. Thank Scooter. You, Scooter. This is like the worst game show ever. <laughs> Who knows more of sperm? And, and the prize is going to be the worst prize. All right, what's your name, sir? <laughs> My name's Will. Will, okay. And so they actually measure several things, but one thing is sperm count, which is the number of sperm per volume. Okay. They also measure motility that he talks That's about. That's called the SPV, right? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, sperm count. <laughs> sperm count. But then they do have motility, which is how many of them are moving well. Okay. Like a percentage of how many are moving well. All right, so sperm and, count. And there's morphology also. What is that? Which is how many look defective. How many actually look odd? Right. Like two headed sperm. Do you want sperm. it to make it to the egg? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't care about anything but sperm count, because because you always hear these statistics about oh the average sperm count's gone down or this lowers your sperm count. I just want to know how do they count sperm? Like 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 because if it's per volume, is that so? That's per a set volume. So so the thing is like like what like what. So it's not it's not like it's not like our 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 forgive me uh ladies cover your ears it's not like my balls have a bunch of cum in them uh and and like including the sperm and then it's like a bag also, of liquid also close your ears too um yeah and Everybody. then the, and then it, and then it all comes out like it's like it's it's like my 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 balls are making sperm cells the the liquid is, that that makes up a majority of the, the semen, semen is from some place it comes else. from some other place in my body the prostate and, uh, and, so and the seminal right. vesicle there we yeah. go and don't forget the Cowper's gland what about <laughs> isn't isn't van, vas deference the vas deference vas deference so so what volume are they taking when you come <laughs> Is there a joke that's like there's a vast difference between sperm and semen? You just there, made it. You just made it. Is that you just professional made it. That's not, comedian? There's no way that's the first time. No. I wish I, you guys would take this seriously. I, I, they, they take a measured amount and they just count them. But they take what out of the wad that comes out? Sorry, right. ladies. The fucking cloudy wad. Right. The fucking like it's like 
part. There's like you. It looks like the Earth in there. It looks like there's like North what? America and Australia. There's like uh, it's you know, on your the, bathroom floor. I mean, how do you? There's like there's like you know what dim. cum looks like. Like there's like there's like it doesn't it doesn't look it's like glue. It looks like fucking. Um, it, you know, when Dino, our, our friend who, who we all know very well from his shady encounters, he was. Uh, did he talk about him being a sperm donor for a while? Yeah, uh, Dino was. Yeah, and he was. Uh, did, but he, did we discuss that in the show? So he would go in there and like donate sperm all the time. So Dino may have countless children out there. We have no idea. <laughs> That's and, terrifying. And, and the woman that ran the the, uh, the, the sperm counter counter. <laughs> the, the, the counter where you put your sperm yes. on to have it counted. Yes. She would look at it and go, "Get the fucking back in there! Like this is just water." Like she's like, you, 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 "Like you've been jerking off too much. Come back when you haven't jerked off all fucking day long and bring me some actual like cum." Uh, she, she would. She could tell by looking at it. She's like, "We can't do anything with this." All right. All. So that kind of go, goes to my point, I guess. The, the the like the the idea. I mean, this is not a. This is an organic. Like, I still don't. I don't understand this idea that you can scientifically. It's a solution. Like, it's not like one constant thing. So in the solution, there's some stuff that's sperm, that's swimming sperm, and some stuff that supports it. But sometimes, okay. They measure a set amount of volume. Okay. So so here's okay. So here's my follow up question. Please, sir, simmer down. <laughs> we'll get to, we'll that, get to you in a moment. That's Beefsteak Bill, I believe. What do you do, Will? What's your job? Be- Beefsteak Bill. I, I, I work for a health insurance company. Okay. So I, so I think I'm starting to get this. Uh, I, I'm, what I'm deducing from this is that when you... Forgive me, ladies. Just I'll be with you in one moment. <laughs> when you come... Like you're coming like a random amount of fluid, like uh, like 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 sometimes you know it's like you know it's like a little bit, and sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's just dust. <laughs> I can't use this. Come back. And so I'm assuming. Kumail, we're gonna table that comment until a little yeah. later. And so I'm assuming like that that what that means is that the amount of fluid that comes out of your wiener when you have an orgasm. <laughs> has nothing to do it's that's like just a, a that's just fluid that your sperm count even on a bad day or a bad bad day meaning like less fluid coming out of your wiener like during an orgasm that that would have the s- same sperm count as Wednesday when you're like whoa it took me a long time and woo like and it's like wow look at all that but it's like same sperm still still three three per, Dan, per can I, can drop I ask, though can, can I ask you a, a probably what might be a personal backstory question are, are you going in regular to a, uh... No, I'm asking this because I'm just curious about uh, how they count sperm. No, this is not. There's nothing personal about. This. Have you? Have and you it shouldn't have in... taken this long. I just want to know how they count ha- sperm. Ha- have you already gone in and tried this, or this is this is? No, I oh, just oh, oh, <laughs> just oh. said no. Oh, okay, so I, I'm like, sorry. I, I totally. Dan, have you gone that in this, this to the? Go <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm so frustrated with you guys tonight. Like I, I don't. I, like, like, I it's it's got to be me. I, like, I honestly it's... really thought that you like this is something that you you've gone in and tried multiple times. The way that you started talking about it sounded like. Like, no, because no, he's just I know curious. a bunch of stuff about it. I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't. He's sorry. just curious, and I think your question is when it when it's a lot or when it's a little. Is it still the same number of sperm and it's just more liquid, or is it the same density, hence more sperm? Yes. When, on better days. Yes. Unquote. Yes. So how do they like? like I couldn't tell you that. Right. I mean, it should. I've only be, read Reddit. Just mathematically, yeah, it should just average out to the point that they could do science and determine what's good or bad. So each man is walking around with a certain amount of sperm that he sets to the task whenever he ejaculates, and but but it always happens with a random amount of fluid. And that that sample of sperm might be lazy, 
weirdo sperms, or they might be they might be good ones. And when they're counting them, they're not worried about that. They'll go like, "Well, you got a very high sperm count, but they all look like Greg Allman." Yeah. <laughs> Four tails, you know, the works. Yeah. All right. Well, let's thank our sperm panel. That's really. Yep. Come again. Yep. Hey, you forgot your drink. You forgot it. Who for? Okay. Not Michael, you guys. You're Ma- good. Michael Sperm and Will Sperm. Thank you, Scooter Sperm. <laughs> that Scooter's a looker, huh? Yeah, man. He's a handsome young man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I, I thought. He could I, be in a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. <laughs> Or is is, it, I guess is that what this is? Are we connecting dots right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. <laughs> I want to count my sperm. <laughs> I don't know what we're... I don't know what we're... And I want Scooter to do all if the I, If I wanted to have a baby with a, with, a, with a woman and raise it with a man, how... Would my sperm count matter? Um, the... Uh, Dan, why is that on your mind? Is that, is that because... It's, it's just random. Why is anything... It's just... It was, is it because you're thinking of child rearing? And that I, I, I think it's because he was thinking that sometimes he comes along and sometimes he comes a little and he's like well how does that work when they're counting it I guess that's probably when it popped in my head just today when I jerked off yeah it's also like weird. I was like oh and I was like oh that's a little it felt good though it's... <laughs> but it's also and then I was like and then I was like laying there going to sleep on a nice summer afternoon and I was like ah it feels good I wonder if it feels better when there's more liquid that comes out or when there's more sperm coming out it is interesting, and you said this. And then I thought, well, there's probably well, there's not, probably not a variation in the sperm because there's, there's sperm count, and they like, and then I, that's why I thought. Sorry. I, you said this. It is interesting. This is going to be so gross. If you take longer, there's more that comes out. Mm-hmm. Is it like your body, like sort of like, hey, you, he worked hard for this. <laughs> Give him more. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's weird. It's so weird. I don't Why? know what kind of, our bodies are weird. Well, we had that anthropologist guy, Doctor. What's his uh, name? The 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 guy with never remember anyone's name. But that guy who's like the punk rock anthropologist, who's one of his big theories that people know him for is that the human penis has a has a head on it because it's it's a plunger. It's supposed to like you know oh scrape out, suck out, like 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 pull back like the previous competitors. Uh, oh dear God! Uh, I don't think that. Does does not happen. I don't think when I have sex, well, t- there's more sperm in my penis. Well, well no, no, I, he's saying get that other guy that just fucked her right before me. Get it, remove his stuff. But into your penis? Not into your penis, no. <laughs> Wait, well, how do you? Th- I thought it's like that's called the syringe. Get it, get it, get it, get it. That's eat it, and then mine. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so amazing if that's like the the pinnacle of human competitiveness. It's like it's like it's like now your comes in my dick. <laughs> that's how straight I am. <laughs> in my dreams, you're still the same. Uh, so his thing is that the head scrape takes out all the other. It, it's just—it's just, it's like a plunger, like you know, like what, like you're, you're creating suction on the way out. So it's like I think it's pulling back, oh. 
I don't. I don't. I don't. We, we, animals probably had that, and then it evolved less and less. But it's probably a remnant of that. I could, imagine it could, it could be. Who knows? I mean, it's it's. I think what's interesting is actually like like I think the important thing about anthropology is not proving things, but actually actually coming up with crazy theories because like we are basing all of our understanding on humanity on crazy theories that regularly get disproved. Like in 1995, yeah. we found out a bunch of shit that they're still teaching in high schools. The that's based on 50s understanding of anthropology. It, it all fell apart in 95 but they still teach the same thing which is basically that we were apes and trees and that we um that that there was some kind of climatic change that put us onto the plains and uh, uh, in the savannah environment and then that's why we started walking upright and all this stuff none of that's that's been proven false i mean it's been proven very very unlikely if not if not actually proven false by analyzing like the food that we ate at certain times in our evolutionary anyways um <laughs> but 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 so you we're never going to know anything because we get we're dig, trying to dig up our own bones and like figure out like wh- at what point did we stop being monkeys and start being uh these amazing uh, specimens um <laughs> uh, and we <laughs> I like that how fast flourish. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, it was a, it was an actual. I was I was. <laughs> I was playing the Mad the Mad Max video game all day today. And you like this game? Well, I was. I thought you had it. a very funny tweet about it about the dog. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> well, it was it? I mean, it was an actual just. Like my dogs are going insane from I the fucking. It was very funny. I had to go clear the minefields because there's a dog in the game that like barks when you're near a mine, and the dog. The, the, but here's is it the a interesting. Game based on the new film, the most recent. No, it, not, no. no, they were starting. To, they were making it before that movie got greenlit. Uh, uh, the. Um, but then they kind of put like a bunch of Fury Road kind of stuff in it too. Yeah. Um, like like the title, I think. Is good. <laughs> um, uh, but the the yeah the dogs like. So the dogs, like, like, obviously what's happening is, like, you know, they recorded a dog, a real dog, and they don't know what the, they're just having the dog bark, and then having the dog growl, and having the dog, like, do different kinds of barks, because you're using the different kinds of barks to find the mines that you have to defuse. So obviously the dog is saying something like, like, my name's Roger, hey, hey, I'm over here, my name's Roger, like, or something, who knows what it's saying, like, like, it could be, I don't know how they got the dog to bark, they might have, like, shown it a picture of a cat, so it's going like, everybody look at this cat, this cat, there's a cat in front of me, my name's Steve, my name's Steve, I'm a dog, I'm looking at a cat. But at any rate, like, the dogs are just like, because if there was, if there was a video game, but you didn't know what video games were, and you just, all of a sudden, you heard some guy in your house going, going like, hey, hey, happy birthday, happy birthday. I had a birthday once, my name's Mike, my name's Mike, it's my birthday too. You, you, you'd, you'd also do the dog equivalent, of, or the human equivalent of what the dogs are doing, which is like not bark, but you'd like grab a butcher knife or like, and like go, like, all right. Yeah, so Mike's the dogs are like, rrr, rrr, they're freaking out, and, and Harvey already, like he freaks out when he sees dogs, then he sees the dog in the Mad Max car, like barking at the bombs, and he's just freaking out. And, uh, and But then over time, they got used to it. So I think that's very... The, 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 the dogs, they understand... Like They started to figure out it was a recording. Because that's why they don't react every time music comes on. They're not like, where's Beck? Why is Beck in the house? <laughs> they're, they're like, like, they're, you never notice that animals, they don't freak out as much as they should about like TV and music like yeah. when it's just playing. Like, given how fucking freaked out they get when they hear like a... A raccoon a block away, like scratch its ass, yeah, like they, they're like, <laughs> or when there's a ghost in your closet, <laughs> you, you know it, you've seen it. Don't act all scientific. <laughs> Do you think your dog, when it sees a dog on TV, is like, oh, that's 
That's a dog. I don't know because the they change size. Like, why does the dog? Yeah, I don't. Like, 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 but Nigel doesn't do it. Nigel's Nigel reacts to the barking sounds, like, like and stuff. But he doesn't he doesn't watch TV. Harvey watches TV, and if he sees a dog or Danny DeVito, he like freaks out. <laughs> and that's not a joke. Like Danny DeVito, like, 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 like because he, he cuts the silhouettes. I got so like, 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 late, late, always sunny. Uh, but then, I, well, that's what I thought because I was like, oh, he gets scruffier. You but, should try. But then like he was barking versions. at the iTunes menu, and it was the Rainmaker movie, the key art. He's walking next to Matt Damon with a briefcase, and he's. Like, rrr, rrr. I'm like, it's fucking DeVito. You should try Batman Returns to see if in the penguin makeup, uh. if he still barks. Yeah, but honestly, the novelty's worn off of me. And now it's just terror because he, the, it means your dog can read. I don't, I don't understand. Like, he doesn't, because it cuts. Like, does he think that he's looking through a magic window yeah, I don't that's know. always I changing? Think he, I, think I think he's probably just reacting to very simple stimulus, like the sound of something. And he realized, okay, that's only sound. There's no smell to that. Like, it's not connected. Right, for I me bet smell a is a level. big way. So, I, like, so I, I'm, 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 I'm hearing a noise, but I'm not connecting it to a thing. Or I'm smelling something, but where's the visual? Like, like I, w- I would guess that it's. Very simple little stimuli. Maybe? I don't know, man, because... I like, think it is. Well, it's, Scoot to get back up here. I understand right. it. I mean, you could say that about anything, honestly, with any, with any animal, including us, but the thing is, like, he sees the dog on the screen, and then it, and forget about barking. Like, like, like just say like, we're watching, like, a cartoon where, like, a dog loves cereal. Like, 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 and the dog, and it's like a cartoon dog walking on its hind legs. Schraub's dog, by the way, does this with the family guy. The fucking, do- that dog, like, like, his dog, like, recognizes as a dog and starts freaking out. It's a fucking, it looks like a coffee mug. It doesn't even look like a dog. It's like an artistic expression of the idea but, but also, of a dog. And the uh, dog's like, yeah, that's what, a dog. What we've, what we've done to dogs, like, canis familiaris, like, like, domesticated uh, dogs, is we've made them. What did you call uh, them? Canis familiaris, I believe, is the, uh, is the, is the species, right? Am I getting that right? That's all dogs that are Well, that, that's what we call, like, like, our domesticated dogs, like, not wolves. Ironically, like when you're on unfamiliar terms with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you call them. It's as familiar as you're going to get with a canis. <laughs> it's the best case scenarios. Uh, so, but like the, the, we, we breed certain dogs for for herding. So like if you have a like a German sh- or like an Australian Shepherd and you walk them down the road, they bark at cars moving because they want to herd car- like moving things next to you. They want to they want to move things. Out. Other dogs you? are about burrowing. Other dogs are about sheltering. Other dogs are about just straight up protection. So we've bred them to very to do very specific tasks. And now. Harvey is but what do you what, think those a, a what do you think, retriever and a poodle? What are those I, wiener dogs for? Do you think they're for like cleaning the insides of cannons? They, <laughs> 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 the fluffy little dogs. <laughs> I, I asked a guy that on the, the sidewalk. Once. We have to get this as his cannon, but I won't go in there. I told I told I told this story on the show. I'm sure, like, because I asked that of a guy on the sidewalk. I was looking at his little dog, and I was like. I was, I was like, no, I was like, I was like, oh, I never noticed. Like, you see cartoons of these things, or you see them in movies, and like, but I just realized it's a regular sized dog, but it's just like it's a dwarf. It has it's yeah. it's it's it has like little tiny it's stunted uh, legs, and, uh, and 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 I was just like marveling at it. I was like, huh, boy, we really did a number on these things. Like, like, what, and what 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 uh, what do you what do you what do you you know? Every dog has like a thing. What do you think these things are for? Like, like going back to like, what was their what was their purpose? And like, sometime would be rambling because it was a friend of like Ridley's or something that he was just talking to, and I was just like, like, like kind of like shitting on his dog. I don't know. I guess I was like, I, yeah, I was like, like and then, and then, the, and then the, 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 I like halfway through my questions about about the dog breed he, he was like I don't know I didn't invent him I just own him 
Wow. Like, well, he was kind of defensive. Like, I guess it thought, felt like I was accusing him of, like, eugenics I think it was a or good something. Qu- a, lot, a lot of the really extreme, like, breeds, that, that, like, the, uh, like, 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 porgies and, uh, like, I think, like, the wiener dogs, whatever they call those, and, like, and, like, uh, giant dogs, those have been, we have made those extreme by breeding those just for looks. Right. So a lot, that's just fashion. Yeah, in like the 1800s, it's just like rich British yeah. people so going like, I want to think that... If you took a British bulldog back when it was actually more like the actual dog, it kind of was bred to be like naturally, it was a much more effective, like healthy dog. And now we've taken that dog and made it, made it way less healthy. And Sharpays are just, you know, riddled with disease. <laughs> and German Shepherds, there's no reason why the spines are curved like that. It What's the dog that has like the... Alcohol to save people in the snow. Saint Bernard's in Saint, cartoons. Saint yeah. Bernard's Snoop Dogg, and that's what that's for. Yeah. And you know, you know, they sew those. They sew those barrels to their necks. Oh no, yeah. they're born with them. Yeah. Now. It's really inhumane. I think wiener dogs chase rats. Originally, they're like like a terrier is like 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 rat terriers. Their legs are small, so they can get through little holes and like yeah. And they they kept rats off your farm and out of your grain, so that you could sell your shit without. And they have a heavy, heavy like relative to dogs, a huge like they're diagnosable OCD. The terriers, like like Jack Russells in particular, like because they're such good uh, rodent dogs. They've bred. They've now they've bred. It's 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 like they're obsessed with. Detail. They're obsessed with holes, electrical outlets, corners of the coffee table. If they start licking your face, they can't stop. You know, like, 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 yeah, and, and, it's, and it's they a, hear minute scratches. They, they always think, like, like my friend has a Jack Russell Terrier, and it's like, do we live in a house full of ghosts? Because this dog is hearing something at all times yeah. and trying to burrow through the wall. Like, that's, he's just a burrower. So, by that logic, your dog was maybe bred to fight Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> And there's some guy who hates Danny DeVito who's like, I fucking break this dog. I don't know where it went. Or maybe just bring him to me. Yeah. Like, like, like maybe he... <laughs> yeah. He's in Hollywood. Maybe he'll run into Danny DeVito at some point. He just... Yeah, he yeah. gets out of the yard for three days. He comes back and like, Danny DeVito's just for, in his for, mouth. 40 years... 40 years I'm so ago. sorry, sir. <laughs> Let me call you an Uber. <laughs> It's a golden doodle. No. I understand. I get it all the time. I get it all the He's time. He's like, this is the fifth time this happened to it me. It happens like three times a week. And I hope you won't take this personally, but I, uh, I'm leading the charge on legislation against these animals. <laughs> Daddy DeVito seems awesome. Just a side note. Every story you hear about him uh, would confirm yeah, he, that. Yeah. He sounds fun by all counts. Uh, all right, Danny DeVito slipped through the cracks. Uh, the, the, the highwaymen, not so lucky. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Um, uh, you're, very, all right. you're, you're, you're a little competitive tonight, Dan. I feel like you're, you're coming in loaded for bear, like you want to win these arguments as opposed to... Maybe it's because I was playing nice Mad discourse. Max all day. Because I, like, I, was, I was playing Mad Max. That wasn't what I was going to say. It's because I, like, I am like getting into the game now, and it's like you're, you're, you know, it's like you're doing a lot of like car combat. So, com- combat. so I, 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 I was like, you know, kind of going like, what a lovely day! What a lovely day! Um, and then I, and then like six o'clock, I went. I bothered to go outside to play fetch with the dogs, and it was like, oh shit! What a lovely day! Like, like, like I, 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 it's nine eleven. What a lovely day! What a lovely day! What wasn't a lovely day? The opposite of a lovely nine eleven. I mean. Meteorog- meteorologically, it was a lovely day. Okay, let's yeah. move off. This ah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be like, 
Listen, <laughs> silver lining, it was a gorgeous. Yeah. It was like 79 degrees. Out, yeah, light breeze. It was great. I mean, it could not have happened on a more beautiful day. Yeah. I can't say any of that. <laughs> what, what else do you have on your list? I don't have, I, 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 thought, I thought maybe we should check in with you because we don't see you anymore. So like what's, what's been going on? Your, your, your show is doing well. Everyone loves it. And like you, you were, you're, you're shooting in movies now in all kinds of places. And I don't know. Just The thing a... I was most excited about was I did an episode of X-Files. Which oh. was crazy. That was the one that I was really, truly very, very nervous about. And very, very excited. Can, can we can we know what your role was, or is that disclosure that you're not allowed to? Um, no, I don't think I could say, but it's not a huge role, but it's not tiny either. I saw either. a photo. You, you were dressed in some sort of official outfit? Yeah. I'm, you, you, you were allowed to post that, or are you not allowed to? Yeah, post? I'm an animal control officer, because that's what it says on my badge, so I guess. I, I think they will maybe annoyed that I... But, you know, it's the X-Files. There's animal control officers. Um... <laughs> But it was crazy because I honestly, I found out two months before I did it and I was like, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't watch a single episode because I was freaked out. And then when I landed, I, I was like, fine. I was like, I worked on the scenes. I was like, I'm not going to be nervous. And then when they picked me up, they gave me a folder and it said Kumail Nanjiani X-Files uh, welcome folder. And it was Mulder's, like, I want to believe poster. But uh. instead of I want to believe, it was my name. And that's when I called Emily. I was like, Emily, I'm freaking out a little bit right now. You need to talk me down. Um, but it what was, did you mean? You said you didn't watch a single episode. I didn't watch for two months before. Because I'd known for two months I was going to do it. Right. Because I didn't want to, like, start freaking out. I just wanted it to be You didn't want to know. You didn't want to have too much information about the show you were going to be on. Or be too, much, head. be too much of a nervous fanboy. Yeah, I didn't. I just wanted it to be a job and not, like fucking a dream I never dared dream coming true, you know? Or, that makes sense. See, that's why I'm not an actor. The other actors that were ever on it and all that stuff. I wouldn't you even have had that uh, common yeah. sense. I would have been like, oh, I should, I should watch yeah. every episode twice so that I really know the tone of the show. Yeah. And then I'd be like, to be or not to be? And they'd be well, like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I, watched, yeah. I saw the show. I, I know the show super well, so that wasn't the... But I had to sort of like pretend to be cooler on them, like, oh, hello, David, Jillian. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Are you allowed to, uh, did you get to work closely with, uh, with those two? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you lost the cool there a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. I, uh, like, I didn't just talk to... Scooter, take a sperm count on that just now. It skyrocketed. <laughs> it's 150.80. Wow. I, That's a very rare... Count. I had this moment where I, wa I didn't just meet... I had a scene with them. I had a couple scenes with Well, I had scenes with them. It's very hard for me to talk about without getting teary-eyed. Um, don't, so, don't be shy. So I had this moment where I was like, I didn't, because I was talking to, you know, Jelena Anderson, David Duchovny, and I kind of like, you know, I was with them for three days. And then it, well, during one of the scenes, I was like, oh, I'm talking to Mulder and Scully now. Like, I didn't just talk to David Duchovny and Julian Anderson. I talked to Mulder and Scully. With the haircuts and the... And the With outfits. the haircuts yeah. and the everything. And the cell phones and the... And the, and the, uh, and the, and the simmering sexual tension. Yeah, it was great. 
I hope I'm good in it. I have no idea. Usually when I do a job, I, I'm like, oh, I did well, or that wasn't as good. This one, I have no idea. I could be like So I'm, 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 I'm a failure as a fan because I don't even know the details. Like, like is Chris Carter yeah. uh, running it? And, and uh, are, are a lot of the old writers back, or is he? A lot of them are back. Not Vince Gilligan. But my Why not? This, what Vince Gilligan? He's just, he just was at home, you know, <laughs> hanging out. I, um, the episode was written and directed by my favorite X-Files writer, Darren, Darren Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Is Darren that Morgan. the guy that did the Jose? Uh, yeah, uh, that's the guy that did that one and Clyde Bruckman. Final right. Spencer, are you a big X-Files fan? Nope, I just listened to the podcast. Probably, probably everybody that listens to our podcast knows Kumail has a podcast called The X-Files Files, uh, and he talks to like lots yeah. of... He's gone I all mean, the way. this has to be the best case scenario. Do you you think, start a podcast w- w- about something you love. Do you, I mean, were you hired because you're a successful actor right now, or because you have that podcast, or a mixture of both, or one more... I mean, the they clearly were like, it'll mean so much to this guy. Great! <laughs> So and it does. <laughs> yeah, they were. I so want to start a podcast called Vivian Westwood Suits. Yeah, that's actually a smart move for a, yeah. like, a, like like not a huge part, but like a, an important part. That because uh, thinking as a producer, I'd be like, well, this guy's not going to complain if we go overtime. Oh yeah, I was like, I'm here. What do you guys need? I can yeah. serve the food, whatever you want. Uh, we need you to get into makeup and then just sit. We're yeah. uh, we're going to shoot you whenever the other actors are busy. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so Camille, thank you, you for like, having me. And you, uh, I want to go back to what you said earlier. Like, like you say, sometimes you walk away from ha- having shot something and you go nailed it or sucked. But you, you have like you. I have zero sets. Was your of, memory just completely overblown? No, I remember every single moment. I just was like, I don't know if I'm good in this or. Was it was hard because it's also outside of my like. I don't. I haven't done sci-fi or horror stuff. I've done mostly. Was it heavy stuff. lifting? Did you have like a lot of emotional range stuff to go through? Or was it pretty? It wasn't like a fully easy part. Like it was kind of hard. Like there was. I had to like do stuff instead of just like crack wise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it did was. You, it was lab- a hard part. Did you labor over the rehearsal like at home? Oh my god! I worked on it so much. I worked on it. So much, and that's why it's hard to know. Like I don't well, know. Point, how... yeah, then, then, then when you get there and you work on it really, really hard, then it's just noises that you're making, and you have it doesn't. It's candy. I, oh shit! Yeah, I saw Alan Wu. Al- Alan Wu, who probably became a director because he loves attention. <laughs> <laughs> he loves. Do you know Alan? Or do you, oh, you know you're. you're, you're just, yeah, I, why did you guys do? I, I, he would like he nodded at Kumail. Oh, Attack, Attack of the, the show. show. Yeah, Alan, right. Alan shot a bunch of Attack of the Show. And, uh, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom, you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. That's nice to get a... That's, that's probably the first applause he's gotten for that since 1987. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, that, yeah. When do you get applause for that? Do you remember? Does anyone remember being potty trained? Is that is that a memory? No, but I, I remember my cousin who was my age, ate his own shit, and it was a huge family scandal. A, a scandal. Yeah, it was like spoken in hushed tones. Like his mom came in and at, she at saw what, him. At what age are we talking? I don't know. But we. Like, like like infancy or a toddler? Or? Enough to be walking around and stuff. And he just pick up some poop Could, and just Well, he... she tried this on Versace. She put him on the <laughs> toilet, and then when she came back, he had done his business, and he was like... Oh. He was bent over and just like pulling out and eating it like... Like, oh, I pooped too much. I should put... He did not this. say I pooped too much. 
Did no, he, he say didn't say anything. Okay. He just gave it, and he was like, hey, look. But that would be a great time for a catchphrase because, like, no one's ever going to forget whatever you say there. You could, you could just be like, no new taxes. And people would be like, there shouldn't be new taxes. <laughs> like, I like Ike. Like, you could get a guy elected if you ate your own shit and then looked at the camera and were like, remember this. <laughs> do, do you think it's a kid being guilty about poopies or he's starving? Like, 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 feed me more food. What well, was his thing? Yeah. I think he was just an adventurous kid that was like, let's see what this is about. Well, you know, I mean... Oh, no. Freud's, no Freud's big thing was, like, he... I mean, I think Freud's been sort of, like, discredited by his... Uh, uh, the people that came after him, which and I think a little too much because it's not like we all question Ben Franklin when we talk about electricity. Like Freud was the first guy to go, "What if your brain is complicated?" And before that, it was just like, "You're a lady, you should lay down. You're you're hysterical. Like, your uterus is making you crazy." Um, and and Freud was like, "No, what if there's like like a bunch of shit in your brain that you don't even understand?" Um, and why 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 we should take shits on him because he also said we all want to fuck our moms. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyways, that was my Freud defense segment um, but but Freud, Freud's thing was that like you know what do you what do you, what is the first thing you ever do as a sentient mammal you know other mammals they just they you know deer are born and they start walking and 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 kids are like you know we're but we're born conscious and we may not be born moral but we're born conscious and sentient and then like the first thing that happens is you make something <laughs> you make something that's not you but you made it it came out of you and like so and, and so things can happen you know Know, Freud's theory was that things are happening formatively to you depending on the attitudes in your world toward the thing you made ah. um, and your like and, and then the other things the things you put in your mouth is you know that's all you can do you grab things you stick them in your mouth how do people react to that how do you feel about that and you know you make a duty and you you know it's all that you know I've heard those phrases the anal fixation and the oral fixation and stuff but anyways uh, I believe I, I believe that's totally valid that's the stuff that makes sense like the yeah. the penis plunger I don't doubt it, but it's so specific. But but I, like, we, we have our episode title. Simple things, simple things make sense to me. Like oh yeah, the, like your mom's the first person, your first woman you meet, and your dad's the first man you meet. Like you can't really argue with the simplicity of that. You can you can then argue about neuroplasticity and whether or not you still have a chance to like overcome the, your 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 nurture with your and, and your nature. But but like. But it's still like 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 simple shit like makes sense to me. I mean, you take a shit when you're a kid, and so you have shit on your hand in the crib, and then you're like, probably I'm sure we all ate our own shit at some point. We just didn't get caught and didn't do it like 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 a weird cartoon, like a Heathcliff cartoon. I don't know. He's got a turd, and he's like 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 he goes like this, and then there's a fish bone comes out. This this guy took it to a Popeye place. Like, he deserves the uh, shame that he uh, probably still lives with. How, uh, how as the, is a cousin you said, or what was he? Yeah, what's his first how, and last name? How, <laughs> I mean, and where, what town how, does he live in? How is he? How is he adjusted? Has he grown up into a happy, healthy human being? Oh yeah, he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, who are some of his patients? Maybe they're listeners. I mean, we've <laughs> he's a radiologist. Who are like? I think they're like yeah. Look at X-rays. Right. And they're in charge of whether or not you get over or under irradiated when you're uh, so so someone out there is like doesn't know that the guy at the button uh, once ate his own shit out of yeah. the toilet. Yeah. Like, do you remember when you? I don't. Rem I don't have any memories uh, of potty training. Yeah. Me I also. Yeah. Yeah. 
Are you are you okay? Do you want to talk about your poopies? Uh, what? No, no, I just that, had to pee. That was I, a pee. He was gone for forty five seconds. Oh, okay. You just had to pee. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he came back like a, like a ghost. It was amazing. Oh yeah. I may or may not have a kidney stone, so I've been drinking water. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, yeah. AG is. Yeah, I was gonna ask him for notes. You know, get don't some ask tips. him. He's had them like four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would yeah. be funny. We gotta we gotta get Spencer health coverage because like he he texted me over it's the fine. Uh, oh, oh, a couple of days ago it was like like four in the morning and you were like holy shit like five. had this terrible pain in his gut and he was afraid to go to the emergency room because he, yeah because you hear horror stories that's like I broke my foot and they charged me twenty thousand dollars you know I don't know you gotta go in it's I went no I went to the doctor they said I had a kidney stone but you know who knows what they know. <laughs> How did they figure out that you had a kidney stone? Because if they touched my appendix and it didn't ex- feel like it exploded uh, in my body, I didn't have an appendix problem. And, uh, you know, urine tests denied infection. So those are the things that can happen in your bladder. That's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Pee can form, but so can <laughs> stalactites of calcium. <laughs> that turn into shards and that's one thing that women have better than us it's the one thing <laughs> 70% of the wages for the same job <laughs> no maternity leave but you don't have shards of calcium ninja star shaped bone fragments a Cronenbergian weapon trying to fit through a diameter of a drinking straw. It's a cocktail straw, like a little tiny cocktail straw. A fucking uh, tiny uh, uh, a ninja star the size of a marble. Can, can I please right now send this out there into the ether that the guy that did the Ty Brixton theme song put music to that right now. <laughs> well, I don't know if there was any meter to that. I was really impressed with that. Oh, there that. was the, plenty of meter. The, that guy who did the thing for the for the Jinies, the what I was thinking, like those Jinies. Ah, those Jinies. Uh, when we were talking about mis- misogyny and phylogeny. And I was, and phylo- phylogeny is when you, I, I just realized that, ph- ph- the, the misogyny, like the, wait, what, what, what was my epiphany? Oh, it was that the, fill. The, the fill, the fill in philanthropy that it's like oh it's the same as the fill it's the five the fill it's the it's the file like that the end of people who fuck different things file fill philadelphia <laughs> file fill philanthropy versus misanthropy and then misogyny uh, there is no philogeny it's not even possible as far as i know um it, it uh, best you can do is get along with them at work um but i i was i was like oh so philogeny would be that you you like the Chinese, and then i yeah. watched into a hilarious hel- hel- i like those Chinese. gotta get those Chinese. and then like why am i explaining this i, I don't I, 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 I must have missed that show that's not ringing any bells for me did you was i no, you, i think you were here I oh wait, no uh, ridley i think was yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't there for that one no 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 you were sitting there because you're the one who was i was talking to philanthropy about Jesus Christ, we're wow. drunk. Okay. Yeah. And I mean 90s. drunk, like long-term oh, drunk. I mean, that, that's, that sounds like a short bit, but I, I didn't realize somebody made music to it. Did yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. I the Chinese it, I tweeted it, and I think I see... see, see. Or oh, I didn't retweet it because it sounds like I like those Chinese. I it does. It, it's distracting for that reason. Also, and it's, then, an, it's an Eric Idle song. To the extent song. that you listen to it, because I go, because I go like, how do you do it? You got a hole where your wiener should be. And it's like, it, the, if I re- retweeted it, the the, the the wrong kind of people would have like come out of the woodwork 
hearing it out of context. They would have just yeah, been like, so, hello, haven't seen you since the rape joke. Uh, like, like, I don't listen to your show, don't know who you are, uh, get you confused with, with, with uh, everyone else. But, but There's a but, hole where your wiener should be. Yeah. That's great. But it came out great. You should listen to it. It's a great song. There's a hole the where your music wiener should be. I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> There's a hole where your wiener should be. <laughs> That's Wiener as a whole. That's that's a go-to for me. I've used that phrase a lot. Oh, okay. That's I like, like it. that's my that's my ironic. Uh, you, you, don't see a, you don't see a wiener as, as as another kind of hole. Uh, the joke is that I don't. Okay. The the joke is the, the in the where your wiener should be. That's the joke. <sighs> I, you're right. I'm in a bad mood. I don't I don't like you guys today. You're doing great, Dan. Oh, okay, thank you. Sorry, I said I didn't like you. <laughs> You are doing great, but you're a little on edge tonight. You I'm feel, on edge. You, you feel a little edgy. What a lovely day! What a lovely day! <laughs> do you think that... Uh, I was saying that during a lovely day. Do you think that that could be as simple as just having played an edgy video game all afternoon, that that could make your mood a little yeah. edgy? Yeah. My therapist says when I'm playing video games, I'm not actually... Now, it took her a while, to her credit, to start, you know, getting after the video game thing. But she says... Look, from the description of what you're doing when you're playing video games or what you do when you're at work, it sounds like you're not taking a break from work so much as you are uh, feeding an addiction to a heightened state of nervousness. Wow. Like, you, your nervous system, you need to meditate and calm down, and I have found that that works, And like, but I don't want to the way I don't want to take a shower. You know, it's like... <laughs> I don't. You don't want to do things that are good for you when you're like in an addicted state. To like, so I like. I'm coming home from work and I'm like, I don't want to think about anything, but I definitely my nervous system's at a six instead of a zero, so it goes to nine. The uh, um, ten, ten is um, you're uh, dead. You get a cooking show. Uh, <laughs> That's the. If I just keep talking, they'll, they'll think it's an awesome reference. No one will ever know. Um, there's so many cooking shows by the time they get to the bottom of the list, and they're like, there's no such thing as a famous nervous cook. Uh, I'm like, see you later, sucker. I got your laugh. I'm out of town. Um, the, uh, <laughs> but I didn't. I stopped down and explained that, and now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the, uh, yeah, because I described her. She's like, what do you do at work? And I go, well, I have, you know, she's like, I'm not writing one thing right now. I'm like helping a guy with this script and then I'm doing that. It was like, took me 20 minutes to describe what I'm doing right now because it's a lot of work, a lot of jobs, a lot of different jobs. It's like, I like that. It's a lot of jobs. Like, I don't like, like, do, focusing on one thing and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, so when, then when you relax, what do you do? I, said, I play video games. And she's like, what kind of video games? Like, like, uh, and I said, well, like, I'm playing Witcher 3 right now. And she says, well, what is, what is, what, what is that like? And I said, well, it's like, you know, you, it's How like much an open world game. Did you go you kind of, into? <laughs> I just Twenty minutes. Like, well, you're yeah. like a Witcher, and you're going to go. You get these side quests, and then you get into the thing. And she's like, "I if if we were living in a time with uh, uh, witches, I wouldn't know which of those you just described that was which the, the the break you were taking. You know, like like what do you? Sounds like you're you you may be like actually just feeding a uh, you know you're amped up, and then you're like you want to stay there. Um, do you? Uh, there was something you said real quick. Do you meditate? I do now. And what is that like? Breathing. <laughs> but on purpose. <laughs> so this is the first time that's ever been asked to uh, anyone. Uh, I, I, I can retire as a guru now. Uh, it's, you just, yeah, you're just breathing. You're focusing your mind on the same thing your body is always focused on so they get on the same page. And you, you, you take, if you just keep breathing and try to stop thinking about things, but you also don't punish yourself for thinking about things, your mind is all wound up, 
get your nervous system down to a zero level so that everything that's happening is happening for the first time, like as far as your body's concerned. That way, if something frustrating happens to you that's like a, a level of three fr frustration and you're at a zero, it's, it pumps you up to a three yeah, for a second. A it's much a easier to get down to a zero from a three. If you're at a six and a three happens, you turn into a, you get a cooking show. <laughs> Where did you learn this meditation? Where did I what? Where did you learn the meditation? Was there a teacher? It's just breathing. It's not rocket science. But uh, it's, uh, well, I, I used to do it when Very I was... Very combative. <laughs> I used to, what level are you at now? Is this a zero? No, nah, I'm, I'm on a six. Definitely okay. on a six. What a lovely day! <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm only partially joking. When I, I went and saw the uh, Fury Road. I, I might have mentioned this when we talked about it on the show before. When I drove home, I was disappointed that people weren't trying to ram me off the road on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. I'm like, like, we're supposed to be like at war. Like when I'm up behind the wheel, it was it was two hours of of of, of wheels and exhaust and flame and all this stuff. And I was like. This drive home is so peaceful. I was like, it didn't make any sense to me. I missed me. the top of that. What, that's from you playing what? That's from me, me watching, watching the movie. Fury oh, Road. oh watching the movie. Just being in the theater and you go home like, like, oh, I'm driving home right now. And everybody's playing by the rules and being polite and stopping when the light is red. And it, it was like, it was, it was, it was strange. Like, like, to shake yourself out a little bit of that thing that you've just been immersed into. So I can't imagine if, like, if you play a video game, you play it for four or six hours sometimes. Like, that would... I can't see how that would not affect yeah. you like that. It's, uh, I don't know what I'm getting out of it sometimes. Like I'm definitely being entertained, and it's positive in some way, but I don't know if I'm getting the kind of break that I need. It's not a break. I think it's, a, it's what we need to recognize is that you're, uh, you're going into a different room. Like you're, you're shutting out your real life, but that's different from taking a break. Yeah. It's not, you're not refilling your, um, your, your, no. uh, energy. Like you're, you're just, you're just, you're just, you're just putting an ice pack. I don't know like what the metaphor would be. Like you're, you're just like, shh, you're just disconnecting. Uh, it's true. If I'm working a lot, then I can't really play an intense video game, which means it comes from the same like reservoir of energy or whatever it is. So when I'm like working a lot, I just play very repetitive video games that require no skill or concentration. But then when I'm not working, then I'll play like Witcher or Metal Gear or something. Yeah, and you know what you never do because it, you don't, you don't you don't like go and sit in the chair and put your hands on your laps and stare stare forward and just like take four four second deep breaths and let them out for like four. It's like like because it doesn't feel like you could ever like it feels like that would be that would make you worse at your job or worse at It'd make like, you better, life. right? It would definitely make you better. Like it definitely does cuz then you're like it's not like you become like the sugar bear where you're like, "Oh, well, what's going on?" It's like, like you just you just How often? You know, you just No, reset. I do that. I'll say it quietly and just like check Twitter or something. I totally do that. <laughs> That's relaxing. Yeah. Checking Twitter, yeah. Um <laughs> That definitely always relaxes me. I'm definitely going there for relaxation. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's, let's bring out Demorge. Uh, Demorge Brown. Demorge Brown. Hey, whatever happened to the fucking little cuties? They're, They're here. here. Oh. They're here. God damn it. Have we forgotten somebody? Well, we forgot. I mean, we forgot the guests that we had tonight. But oh, they, shit! In my defense, they were not here when I took the stage, so I kind of forgot about. Yeah, but them. they're right here. They're right there. They've been there. The well, moment. let's let's. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Demorge. Uh, uh, there's two of them, so um, I would I would gladly go back to have them come <laughs> out. Oh. 
No, I'm telling you right now. They're, I know, they're I know, I know David Horowitz is one, but I'm not sure. They're very good friends of mine. We got to we got to talk to the little cuties because yeah. there's people oh, here. Tomorrow's will be right back. No, don't Wait. worry about. It. Are they not? Where are they? Are they down the street? No, they're right back there. They're I can see them right oh, okay. there. Please welcome Dave Horowitz and Sean Perlman. Yeah, Demort. We kicked him off. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we, we, we got here like 8:04. Right. I, I hope you didn't uh, think we weren't here. We're, we were here. We heard the whole show. Well, I, I, a lot of jizz talk. Yeah. Okay. X-Files. What were they talking about at 8:04? <laughs> we. I'll read the minutes yeah, right, right now. Yeah. Um, I took Elm Street. Uh, I'm on okay. Elm Street too. They were here. Yeah. Then we're hoping you bring up Dream Warriors, which you did. Yeah. That's uh, my no, favorite I'm, one. I'm very, I'm, very I'm, I'm very sorry, but I don't feel as bad because you weren't here. Uh, the, the, but but the, it, it, that, 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 it, it evens out. I'm not, I'm not mad that you weren't here. It just allows me to not feel as bad as I should for forgetting to bring you up. <laughs> this That's, is good. It's positive. Yeah. We're, it we're, we're at it. We're at it. Not a as job. mad as a positive. No, it's totally good. He's neutral, right? Yeah, yeah. Neutral. I'm at a zero in terms of my relationship to them. Right. My nervous system's at a six. We're fucking on edge. It didn't help or hurt your nervousness. I did want to read. I, I wanted to read some of Sean Perlman's tweets, but <laughs> no, just go to Sean Perlman's Twitter. It's funny. Like, as a, like he's a, what, he's, what is your handle? He's one of those funny tweeters. <laughs> Sean, what's the, what's the handle so that we can it's find Sean it? Perl- S H A W N uh, Perlman as Pearl as an oyster, Pearl and man. <laughs> My name. That was yeah. so much Sean, more confusing than it has. Sean. Sounds well, like you're on a terrible date. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 man as in man, my the name. gender, and also what I. D- Dan, what, what makes Sean's uh, tweet so special to you? I can't. I don't want to butcher his jokes, but he said one of them was like, uh, 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 "I'm really into religious texts recently." Like this one I got at 2 a.m. from my priest that said, "You up?" <laughs> <laughs> That's now I know that. how that's going to go out on stage. <laughs> yeah. That'll work. That's a good one. Yeah. Religious texts. We've, we've, had, we've had that phrase forever. I've never connected those texts. Um, and also a little anti-Catholic like, 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 yeah. like subversion yeah. in there, too. Uh-huh. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, finally, finally, we're giving it to those guys. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to cause controversy. I'm going to delete it now, probably. It's a, <laughs> it's a Catholic show, but we're more Jesuit, so we're open to... Um, the. Uh, so you guys have a podcast called The Little Cuties. Yeah, here on yeah. Feral Audio. Uh, let's hear it for Dustin Marshall. <laughs> Dustin Marshall! Dustin! 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 What do the little cuties do? The little cuties... What uh, do the little cuties not do is more my question. Uh, Answer mine first. They, okay. Uh, <laughs> answer? okay. Well, they uh, they do not behave like adults a lot of the time. Not yet. Uh, so maybe if they yeah, wear button-down shirts, they also uh, come to to this show on a, a giant cocktail of cold medicine, oh. which I am on. Yeah, you sound like you got a cold. Sick right now, which yeah. is fine, but also you know, like uh, I. Maybe our eating habits aren't super adults. One time, uh, I ate Sean's three-week-old birthday cake for dinner. Uh, that's just like the kind of. That's stuff so that, many mistakes yeah. in one. Yeah, yeah. It's just two. Cake for dinner. Mm-hmm. Three weeks old. Yeah, my birthday cake. It's his birthday. Which I was saving for three weeks to fucking eat. And you told me, please don't. There was a sign yeah, that said, "Dave, don't, don't do eat this cake. <laughs> this is you. I'm talking to you, Dave Horowitz." Yeah, oh, I was bound and gagged as he was eating my birthday cake. Just you know. Yeah. <laughs> laughing at my face. Part of that story is made up. 
Um, <laughs> the thing yeah. I would be most excited to talk to you guys about, but I, but we can't because it's a, it's a, like we had dinner and we, like because I have a studio and we talked about that idea, but it, like I want to, we want we want to make it into a cartoon so we can't talk about it. Why awesome. did I bring it up? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys do on the podcast? <laughs> what do you guys talk about on the podcast? Uh, we talk about regret. We have a lot of regrets as two men. Yeah. Uh, we talk about being. We're both thirty-two years of age. Uh, how we're both trying, you know, to to maybe to act be, a little yeah. bit more adult. We've we're reached like the point in our adults. We've uh, reached the point in our life where we can't get away with quite as much anymore. Uh, we, you know, we still feel like um, little babies, but we're not. People yeah. expect more of us, so we're just trying to be better human beings. And so we invite people on who may or may not be grown up, and then we we sort of ask them, "Are you an adult? Are you a little cutie?" Uh, which we could posit to the group. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, it took us a few uh, episodes to to actually solidify the definition of little cuties. So, uh, right? Isn't that yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But then we got there. I basically yeah, was, try, I was, trying, I was trying to make it a big, all-encompassing life philosophy, which uh, I, I realized three episodes in I wasn't smart enough to do. So it was just well, like, Well, I hey. wasn't even included in that. So I felt like, you know... Uh, so yeah, you know. Then some, it, somewhere on the fourth episode, we went to a stand-up show and we got into a big fight. Uh, it was like a stand-up versus with each other. Fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went to a big fight and uh, and just had like this big, uh, long drawn-out thing in the back of like a what was like a brewery where there was a stand-up show and uh, and we realized like this isn't worth it. It's not worth it to fight. It's was not there worth a real it to a real fight like an, I mean not fist fight not like fist a, fight, a real yeah. emotional like. Yeah. Up. It was the worst fight we've ever had. But it was also uh, the only fight we've ever had. How long have you guys it. known each other? Uh, Seven or eight years, yeah. and we've been common law married for six, right? He's nervous. Little oh, cuties, is, the word "little cuties" is that something that you that you is that a joke you've been called in the is, past? Like, uh, oh, you little cutie. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, used to kind of make fun of me a little bit, uh, good naturedly. But I used to, anytime I would show up to a party in like a sweater or a button-down shirt or just anything that kind of was me trying to uh, look a little bit older or act a little bit older, she would just look at me and go, "Look at you." Look at you, you, little cutie in your little sweater. Look at you. What is that? A, what is that? A button-down shirt with a sweater over it? Oh my god! And I was like, I, well, what does that mean? What? What? I'm not allowed to be an adult. And she's like, you're just such a little cutie. And I realized, like, oh, I can't. I'm like wearing the the disguise of an adult. But yeah, but I would say that you you would also like because I've known you for a little while that you might be a, a, a successful 65, 75, 85 year old gentleman that you know with like loads of a, a giant No, he's 32. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh Sorry. my god. He probably Do gets I look that a lot. I'm, I'm, probably probably I'm saying, I'm saying like, like, as your life goes on, you might be a successful man and people still go, that's a little cutie. Like that that might just be something essentially who you both might be. Like you might yeah. you might be eternal little cuties, which is one of the greatest things that, that you might be might you might be. Somebody odd, which is the yeah. kind of thing we're going for, which is good. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an inside job. We, yeah, if we can if we can sneak a couple of those through. We sort of wanted the aesthetic of like the Muppet babies where we're like on these little yeah. bodies and we're looking up at legs, uh, you know, opening the door and catching us do mischief. Yeah, but like, but our mischief is like not knowing how to text a girl back, or yeah. like, you know, freaking but is out it, over uh, I, a job. I, I understand. I should have uh, should have consumed the material before we talked about your uh, material on the show. But I don't understand the format. Is it a podcast? <laughs> are you guys in front of a microphone talking about the stuff? Oh, we should get actually, microphones. <laughs> is it a, is it a is it a fictional narrative? It's a live podcast, and it's gone once they stop talking. 
Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, we do it at Griffith. When the uh, clock runs out, then we're done. Yeah. We do it at Griffith Park at midnight. No, we we uh we usually. <laughs> you little cuties. We, yeah. Oh, see, see. Uh, no, yeah. We we uh maybe if you don't understand the format, it's because we're not super locked into one yet. We've only had twelve episodes. We've had a couple of guests. Uh, we just kind of have a free flowing interview with a, with a guest we bring on. The first twenty or so minutes, we we get to know our guests. We get to see like what kind of behavior uh, uh you know makes up their life if they consider themselves an adult. Uh, you know what kind of behavior they exhibit if you know. We have some arbitrary, like, do you live alone? Or do you have a long-term partner? Do you have a, a like, stable employment? Um, so far, only one person is identified as an adult. One person just said, oh, yeah, I'm a totally an adult. Who was Every, it? Uh, Amir Blumenfeld. Okay. From Jake and Amir. <laughs> I would not have thought of him as an adult. <laughs> yeah. But he's very confident. We were like, you're, you're anxious and weird like us, right? And he's like, no, I got everything under control. And we're like, oh, okay, got it. Kamel, do you feel like an adult? Or um, a, a little cutie? I don't know if I'm committing myself to that term. It might feel good if you say it. Um, I mean, do, do, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure it's not going to feel good. I feel I like a big fat mountain of tits. <laughs> that is the third option That's, we yeah, have. We forgot to no mention one, that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to suggest you add that because, like, so, like, like, I guess I'm a baby in the sense that I'm a big fucking That's on the secret slobby rose. The, the secret menu. <laughs> 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 Spencer, <laughs> Spencer, do you feel like an adult? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, you do. Like, yeah, yeah, confidently. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, you guys. I think of myself as like a kid when I'm not paying attention. You know, like I see a couple kids and I'm like, oh, check out those kids. I'm 27. <laughs> you know. Oh, you, We're not you, both you, kids well, together. You, you mean you, you, you see kids and you identify with them and you go, yeah, these are my people. But yeah, you, they're not going to arrest me for smoking pot. <laughs> they're not going to call the cops. What kind of, how old is a kid in your mind, though? Like if you're, you said I'm looking at a kid, how, yeah. old, how old is that kid? Straight 14. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we're on a we're on the same level. So that's the then you're a little cutie. You're not in. Well, that's when I'm not paying attention. But otherwise, I just feel like yeah, it's not like I'm. I mean, I'm not going around my life like being being childish. I'm not. I'm not super up on how uh, you know how mortgages work or what a credit limit is or <laughs> yeah. you know stuff like that. But I. I mean, I. Do you know what your credit score is? It's. It happens to be seven fifty. You're an adult. Whoa. That's nice, yeah. dude. Yeah. Is that good? That's good. 750 is very... It's a good, solid score. No, mine was in the, the 500s. Oh, man. Yeah. It's. I don't think it is anymore, but it was. Yeah, mine's not 750. That's from a commercial I saw. <laughs> uh, you little cutie. You're a little cutie. It's okay. a little... It's like cutie. that. Uh, okay, it's well, like, so it's like that, that joke. Though you might be a redneck, you might be a little yeah. cutie. Yeah. If you don't know your <laughs> own credit <laughs> score, if, if, if you, you might be a little, be a little if, cutie. If you got your credit score from a commercial, <laughs> you, might, you might. Yeah. Be if you see a fourteen-year-old and you're like, that's like me, you <laughs> might be a little cutie. <laughs> now, David and Sean, uh, are you guys using this to strive to be adults, or do you want to remain little cuties? Are you are you asking the universe whether or not it, it, it's a, this or that? that kind of situation we hope that there's like a, a, an arc 
to our podcast that over time will become, well, you know, we'll graduate as adults in the, la- in the final episode. I feel like we've already made strides. When we started it, I was a, a, a sad, unemployed man and a, just a beat, beaten down old soul. Now I'm, I'm employed. I'm in a healthy, uh, wonderful relationship. I bought, uh, it sounds like I bought you, these shoes. You've lost. Uh, okay. It's bad radio, but they're nice shoes. One person agrees. <laughs> it sounds, you know, it these, sounds like you're becoming an adult, but your shoes say little cutie. See? We're trying to confuse now, a little see, bit. I, I would say I think that you, you know that you here's my prediction. Sean stays a little cutie all the way through. You turn into the Walter Matthau and Nazad couple <laughs> and yet your shoes are always you're always gonna find a way to add on one little cutie aspect of yourself to deny yourself of your adulthood. I think I'll just start wearing much uh, brighter colors the more white my hair starts going. So when I'm full Steve Martin, I'll just be wearing like a clown outfit. And then and then, and then all bets are off. I'll have to invent a new category. In the Mountain of Tits secret menu realm. Uh, all right. Well, so there, we got, <laughs> I think I have to talk, I was gonna say like the little cuties should come back next week or something so we can have them be littler and more and, and more cute for a longer time with us because we I, I kind of I fucked them over. I forgot that they existed until <laughs> until it was time to start playing D and D. And we'll get out of here. Uh, but I'll say this though: of all the people that we brought on that do podcasts, some some whom I know and some whom I do not, I want to listen to little cuties. I, I like this premise. So yeah. I mean, that's the important thing. It's a feral audio podcast. Now you can start listening to it. We'll have the little cuties on next week or something. What are you, Jeff? You've asked everyone. What about you? I would say probably <laughs> an adult, but that, that won't grow up in a certain way. But I wouldn't call those ways little cutie ways. I think that I'm kind of an eternal. Um, okay, I'll just say adult. When I was four, I felt 40. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm 41 now. I feel 40. If, when, if I live to be 90, I will, I, I, I will be a 40. You're a little 40. I, I'm, an, I'm a little 40. <laughs> You're a little 40. A four-year-old that knows how to tie his own tie and like, like you know, like I, I felt like an adult most of my wow, life. Wow, you were this the whole time. That makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Like a little four-year-old Jeff Davis. But we talked about this. The picture of you when you were like a kid actor, stunning. Stunning. <laughs> I was a little cutie when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You. But, but I, I was also an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I was bringing home the fucking bacon. <laughs> All right, you are King and I. Well, let's send the little cuties to their to their room and demerge <laughs> back out. All right, we're grounded. Uh, Thanks, guys. We'll have you back, little cuties. Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll make it up to you. They're little cuties. They're easy to abuse because they're little cuties. Demerge Brown, get back at her, would you? Sorry about that, Demarge. I'm all apologies tonight. That's the title of the podcast. <laughs> what Demarge. else can I be? Oh, no, no, no. We're going to get Shazam scanned and, and uh, blocked by, so, by you Universal Records. Cap. You sang the entire Highwayman song. And I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a damn builder. When I was in high school, uh, among the things that we loved to freak out about was that Highwayman song. Oh, yeah. You guys have never seen the video. Oh, no. Is Johnny Cash there in space? There are two of them. One of them is the official video, which I think was the video they made uh, in the style of Iron Maiden's The Trooper. It's a black and white Conestoga wagon freak out. Uh, where they took the clouds and isolated them somehow and turned them upside down and then time-lapsed them so they're churning. Yeah, I've seen that, but uh, it's a long time ago. Yeah, and yeah. then, but when, when Cash shows up, his face appears in space. Oh! <laughs> so he's just in the clouds telling you about the starship. I'm appearing via satellite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Willie, I can't make it to the shoot. That's all right. 
And then That's all right. A, you can be in space. You say you're a space man. There's a Thanks, Willie. One you're welcome, too. Jenny. It's sort of like a like a solid gold produced type performance. So I think they were in one of those like country. Some country star would get a hit, and they give them a summer special four episodes. And there's one. I think it just looks like they're standing there, and everything's green screened. And then when it gets to cash, all the windows turn to space. And he's wearing a long coat. And then they put like chrome on it or something. And he's just kind of he doesn't. He's the only one who doesn't move. So when he's saying "I fly a starship," only his cheeks are kind of vibrating. <laughs> Uh, the Starship has no windshield. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> but it has stability but control, no... so you can stand on it and just kind of ride it like a skateboard. Like a Segway. Yeah, like a Wiz Khalifa, yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, are you a little cutie? You're not a little cutie. Hell no, man. There's nothing little about me. Uh, let's get the shadow machines out. I want to, like, like let's, let's skew female in the choosing of a helper. Um, you, can, you can be someone who's presenting as female. You can be having a female day. You can you can you can have an inner chromosome, but I'm not gonna pick you if you look like a dude, um, because we've had too many. Uh, uh, anybody anybody that hasn't been up here before that's 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 feeling feminine. Wanna, the head right in the middle. Gotta, Wait, are you a blonde gal? What's your name? Marissa. Marissa, Marissa come, come and join up. us, Marissa. Would you? I'm just I'm handing these, and I believe you'll be playing. Uh, Aaron McGathy's character, uh, uh, Mercy O'Donnell. Oh, awesome. Because we have the original Dr. Friend here, and we certainly have our Hordegard. Now, so. Kamel, you've only played uh, Dr. Oh, Friend how many times? You? He hasn't. I have. Nope. I was Dr. F- who was I? You explained your character, but never played. Okay, sure. That makes sense. Okay. No, I played once. I don't think so. I mean, okay. you might I mean, have. Thank you. Uh, well, I think once. Thanks for coming up, Marissa. Oh, thanks. So, so best behavior, guys. Let's really knock this role playing out of the park. For eight, minutes. Alan Wu is here observing. He's going to direct Harmon Quest. So he's he's like, where would I put the camera? And what is this show? I already warned him. It's a mess. Don't come to the Harmon Quest, the Harmon Town show, and think that it's what we do. But yeah. I also I also think we could knock it out of the park. Yeah, in our minds, we play this game for a half hour every show, but we only play it for forty five seconds, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing ever happens except then, and because we're all blackout drunk at the end of the show. I was just in the green room with Spencer. He was describing what happened last time, and I was like, I don't remember any of that about the MP3s and stuff. Like, like I, I so we have to like really listen to his recap. Uh, right. Spencer, you ready for a recap? Okay, I'm not gonna ask yeah. too many questions or anything. I'm just gonna play along. Yeah, you, you don't have much time. Do you know what we're doing, Marissa, or did you just come oh, up? Because uh, no, I know what we're doing. Okay, cool. I know exactly. What great, we're doing. great. Well, thank you for helping. I'm frightened. All right, this one's done by Chris Miller, and he did it. In rhyme. All right. I'll just do it. Jim Nightblade now found it obscene. The failures beset by his team. Their briefcase was empty. His conscience weighed hefty. And Mercy couldn't even shit while remaining unseen. So the gang met at old Hank's salon to put on an old 70s band on. That's my fault. But the jukebox was vapid and old Hank was rapid to suggest an adventure that might not be canon. So our runners trek to an academy for the help of some much-gifted progeny. With their persistent assistance at Hank's great insistence, they'd have a song that would say Open Sesame. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Dan... That, that help you out? That'll I, I, catch I, I, I you all up. I would like up. to discourage that behavior in the future if you're writing a recap. 
I would I would like to I would like to go for content over over style. Yeah. Yeah, this next recap is all in Portuguese. Because no, nobody, nobody's listening to these recaps more intently than me. Because I was drunk last week at the, when I played, and now I'm drunk this Wait. week. And I'm like, what did that drunk guy we do? To, we have to come up with a song that, that cracks a code? What? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were all trying to write an awesome song, right? No. Nope. You're trying to find a song that cracks a code. Fuck, that doesn't ring any bells. Well, you know what's going on, Marissa. Right, I think that was snuck in at the end, like okay. the last second. So. Oh, yeah. So we All can right. make what it... You know, You're standing in the academy of a gifted art students in front of several small, creepy-looking children. You've just shown them what you've got for, you know, no reason and with no introduction. <laughs> we, 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 like, sang for them? And yeah. Yeah. Was I here for this one? I think. Dude, it was a blackout, for straight real? blackout. Because it was Paul yeah. Shear and Rob Hubel were up here, and it was. Oh like, yeah, it was. It was all over the shop. Yeah, this is. I, I, I yeah. looking at my notes, and all I wrote down was, <laughs> uh, troll magnet. That's all I have. And that was from yeah. three ago. Troll <laughs> and you can't cool. ghoul yeah. magnet. Ghoul magnet. Ghoul magnet. That was from. That was from eighteen yep. shows ago. Um, Alan, I, 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 I remember vagina mesh happened at the very end. There was a vagina mesh. Commercial, uh, or something, or yeah, transvag. Well, that was two episodes ago. Great, right. two or three. Alan Great is shield. in free fall panic right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I turned down a cooking show for this. <laughs> there, there was going to be one, one guy cooking, one camera, easiest job in the world. Is, okay. that, is so, that real? No. no, that's a reference to the most nervous thing Spencer, possible. Spencer, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a cooking show theme. <laughs> Spencer, where are we standing? What do we need? What are We're we in the Academy of Gifted Arts students. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, so let's do this song, right? We got to find a song to crack the code. <laughs> you got to find, you, you ask them for help to learn how to, how to get perfect pitch so you can break the musical locks. Oh. Okay, let's ask them. All right, go ahead. Hey, so what do we need to do to break this lock? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but if, if you want to learn how to sing... We'll really put you through the ringer. All right, so I have a, I have a question for the game master. Thank you. Uh, we, this lock doesn't really exist, right? We just came to this academy because we assumed going on an MP3 mission, which was made up by somebody that we were going to have to sing eventually, so we came to the academy to learn how to sing. Yeah, the locks exist, but they're you know they're locking the cargo, which you're not near. Oh, okay. So the okay. So, so we, we are leave. here for a reason. Are we on a mission right now? Do we yeah. have a Johnson? In the we're gonna get the MP3s back. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, that rings sort of a bell. Uh, okay, so we are here to learn how to sing. Okay, so what did you say? Uh, yeah, put us through your ringer. I think you'll find out that y you little whippersnappers have nothing on a hardcore, seasoned, salty group of shadow runners any day of the week. All right. Um, training montage, right? Right. Not a little thing. Not a power. All right. You learn how to sing. Okay. Your pitch is perfect. Okay. Kids, thank you. Okay, yeah. let's try it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pop. <laughs> we're, we're, we've achieved three Stooges level status on that one. <laughs> Yeah, we're not we're not cutting an album anytime soon, but we could we could we're not make the an entrance as plumbers. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're the most fun plumbers you've ever hired. Yeah. Uh, all right, see you later. We'll uh, we'll send you a check. Oh, thanks. 
Boy, that's that was a tough six days. <laughs> it felt like it felt like seven. Uh, so, uh, so what do we what do we use this new power that we you guys, that, that we are clearly one of the burgeoning hotshot vocal groups in town? Uh, how do we use this to our advantage as shadow runners? Let's. Well, we're going to go on this mission that we that we took on, and then I okay. explain what the mission is um, via Spencer. In, in Spencer's voice. <laughs> All right. So Hank's last stand, you were there. Hank, he was explaining that the jukebox was all fucked up because he doesn't have any of that old-style MP3s. It's all new-age garbage. And so he knew, he knew that in a storage facility, there was under lock and key, musical lock and key, all the MP3 files that you could, uh, you could ever ask for. And the, uh, how far away are we from uh, the storage facility? Not far. Shall we call, uh, close enough to call an Uber or close enough to walk? Uh, you're close enough to walk. No, let's walk. We can get to know each other. Let's walk. Yeah. I think so we should get an Uber anyway. I mean, it's a hot day. Yeah, but you don't, you don't want to go through that Uber shame thing. That's I, I already called one shit. So. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what? Um, we could just if, walk. It, It'll just fuck yeah, up Yeah, but if you, if you cancel it, now they're going to charge you five. That's right. Five, and also, uh, your, your rating will go down several stars. My, stay on that's right. I'm sorry. They're going to lower your rating, too. The Uber arrives. Oh, well, this shit. There's... Okay. <laughs> Let's There's well, five of us. Yeah, can we? Can you? Can you can take you, five? Can you take five? Uh, there's no. There's no driver. It's an automated Uber. Yeah, but, can, but can, yes, uh, but automated driver. Can, can you seat five in this thing? There's five seats. Oh, oh perfect. okay. Right, let's get him. Uh, take right. a, take us to Hank's last stand and uh, uh, and drive like fury. All right. Hello, I am automated Arman. Yeah. Hope you will enjoy clips from Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Brought to you by Doritos. Sp- Sp- when your wife takes this Uber, she will be sexually harassed. Yeah, I already yeah. did that. I-, I know, but they didn't hear it. Only I did. Okay. So we're there. You're at Hank's last stand. Hey, Hank, uh, listen, we learned how to sing. Uh, tell me again, you, you want these MP3s just to make your jukebox the best jukebox in the world? Oh, or is, yeah. there, is, there, is there a more, is there an ulterior motive in that? When we have good music, let, let me tell you. The, okay. The customers are going to start rolling in. Okay, so should we, we should sing to your jukebox now to open this thing up and get the MP3s? No, you, you should not do that. <laughs> We're going go to go the... to the storage facility. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. Why do oh. we Why do we come why here first? At... Why do we come here first? I thought okay. we were going to the storage Oh, oh I, I left my, uh, my uh, Apache Warhammer here. <laughs> How far are we from the storage facility? Now you're 20 minutes. We were close to... Might I suggest that we go back to... But that means that I'm, I'm bat wiping us to the you're next a, thing. You're outside of store quest. Okay, oh, it's a storage it's, facility. It's, incidentally, you you can't you can't do that. Huh? No, 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 no. I'm mean, not the game master. He us, and you guys wanted to talk. No, he did it the first one. He didn't do this. I'm adding a You can't just add manamanamanas. Well, you can just repeat manamanamanas. Okay, I'll stop the Uber. Let's go back in time from Hank's last stand and get back in the Uber. I won't do that. Okay, so we're in the Uber? We're back in the Uber. Yeah, you're back in the Uber. You See? find yourself outside Store Quest yeah. storage facility. Thank you, Spencer. I feel like as if yeah. I've been here before. You have. You have a storage facility here. All right, guys. Brief pep talk. Shit. No. <laughs> your car. And that's why I think we'll do great. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Wow, that was the best pep talk you've ever given. Thank you. That was like 45 minutes long. Yeah, but it went by but like that. It, right? <laughs> yeah, you were like Martin Luther King. It was oh my God. It Remember was, that. It was touch and go when I used Holocaust. <laughs> Holocaust metaphors. Uh, Is that a helicopter-based yeah. Holocaust? That's like a little kid like being taught about that. It comes home. I learned about the Holocaust. <laughs> Okay, so let's go in <laughs> to store quest. Yeah. Okay, uh, to the code area uh, where uh, we need to break the code. I uh, I, I I scan the uh, other guards outside the front of storage quest. Uh, no, there's cameras, barbed wire. That's it. All right, uh, Mercy, you're our face uh, person. Why don't you walk up there and uh, use your charms and see how far we can get through? We'll we'll, we'll cover you from behind. Uh, well, I would, but I think don't we need to sing to open this uh, lock? Isn't that what Hank? Said? Well, right now you're just at the the, the customer facing entrance. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay. We have to get into the storage facility to find. I imagine where the, all the MP3s are being okay. stored. Yeah. And Mercy, the, the 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 we're all listening to you on our on our comms. Uh, uh, the 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 code is blue. If you say Bluebird, we'll light the place up. Uh, okay. Okay, I got it. All right. So I, I walk to the customer service. You walk to the door. And open it. There's a guy behind a counter. He's not paying attention. Oh, um, oh hello. <laughs> hey. There's uh, a lady here wishing to speak with you. Oh. Um, yeah. So, you know, I hear there's some MP3s in this building. Uh, got any info on that? No. <laughs> uh, just checking in uh, to suggest that perhaps that's not very shuttle. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Hey, no, no backseat, no backseat face, face You're not going to Sarah know this. Come on. You, you're on your own. Oh, well, I get one of those. I mean, um, I like music. Uh, yeah. You know, what do you know about music? Oh, man, let me tell you about music. You ever yeah. heard of Freddie Franks? Uh, no, yeah, all about him. Oh, man, let I me tell him. you. I got I got his his latest data chip. While today. while you're no while uh, we're Mercy, talking on Mercy, ourselves. While, while you're talking to him, I'm crawling on my hands and knees no, below the counter. Don't do this. <laughs> no, don't do it. Do, don't this. do it. What are you doing? Don't do this. This is a mission that's that's the right size for us. Anyone <laughs> can go into this. I place. should back back out. I should back. Okay, I crawl. No, no, you go back do up? it. Do it. Do it. You're doing great. Oh, no, no, I, no, come I, back. Are you saying Kamel don't do this or me? No, don't I'm do telling this. you. Did you keep doing it? You to stop telling him to not do it. But we can just walk into this facility. This is not like a secret facility. Yeah, but there's movement. She's, I'm crawling, she's infiltrating. I'm crawling and, and, and we don't need to infiltrate. They don't. You can just walk just, into a 7-Eleven. He's not going to let us break into a storage We're facility. We're not breaking in. We're entering into the area. While this is going on, I'm accessing uh, my uh, potential uh, to dig into cyberware. Uh, to see if there is a digital log that might tell us where uh, such contents are manifest of some sort that would tell us uh, where such things are stored. Great. Thank you. <laughs> okay, now, now I'm just on my hands and knees below the counter. Stay there. Okay, Stay I'm there. several K. All right. So uh, you find some public records, but nothing specific, nothing that says anything about the kind of cargo a unit might have stored. It's not something they keep track of. But uh, the guy, he's behind the counter and he's looking, he's looking down at his counter and he's like, I'm seeing, there's like, is there someone crawling right underneath? Fucking, I told you. Bluebird, bluebird, bluebird. Bluebird. I go in, I want to narco dart this that's guy. That's mine. Oh, that's yours? Well, you can't yeah. say bluebird yourself. I, 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 yeah, I can, I can. I, I, no, 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 no. No, it's it's, it was, she has to say bluebird. Yeah, Not anyone job. can. I thought she that said it. That was my only job. 
a stun baton on this guy. I, I just got a stun baton on him. I'm sorry, Mercy. Uh, are, we, are you really attacking this is, guy? Is, is I he, thought we were going to have over. Mercy. Is he behind glass or an enclosure? No, he's just as a regular cat. Okay, I jump up and I shoot him in the chest. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. Stun dart, stun dart, stun gun. Uh, I, 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 sh- I shot... Are you gu- shooting him with the stun gun after you've killed him? No, no. I, I, I jump up... Because it's going to work. He's I jump up and go... Still. I, I jump up and go, storage... I don't know. I can't think of anything good. And store I this. Store, store this. this store this electricity yeah. in your chest. And I was going to zap and I just shock, shock gun him right in the chest. Using right. uh, physical agility and acrobatics, I grab hold of my grenade launcher, jump in, do a combat roll, stand up, and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right. Okay, I have a code of honor. I can't fight someone who hasn't hurt me first. That's true. So I do nothing to the corpse. All right. The cre- we don't know what's happened yet. I, we don't know. We don't even know if I've stunned this guy yet, right? You guys, you guys simultaneously stun baton and stun gun him right in the heart. He goes down real hard. <laughs> it's a million dollar baby situation. Oh. Uh. I haven't seen that movie, but it's not. Uh, huh? It's not no, it's Wizard a, of it's Oz. A, it's a laugh riot. It's a laugh riot. <laughs> it's a bit of a laugher, but Morgan Freeman gets what he deserves, which is a bit of screen time. <laughs> All right, so we got this guy down. Let's move. Let's move. Let's move. Uh, let's, let's, let's find this MP3 door. All uh, right, Doctor Friend, is he is he dead? Well, we'll figure it out. Uh, later. I check his pulse. Oh, there's no pulse. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just. He, <laughs> Guys, he's dead for no reason. All right, let's make it for a reason and get those MP3s. Come on, let's go. Move, people, move, let's people. Ma- Look alive. Let's, make, was, this, let's make this poor man's life matter. This is a public facility. <laughs> Agen- Anyone... Addendum to my pep talk. We're going to do great. And, and there's no 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 but you're, we're gonna do great. You Let's, walk through the door. Now you're in the actual storage. We could have walked into this door. Yeah. No, he wouldn't have let us through. There's yes. cameras everywhere. There's Would a... he have let us through? Game have you master? guys ever visited a storage facility? <laughs> it's a commercial public enterprise. You yeah, but you can't just go the... into other people's storage unless you're Jody Foster. You could crawl under well, and that... think you have a warrant. I don't know what that he, reference he is. Was... Silence of the Lambs. Using my powers to detect enemies. I'm uh, surveying the area to see if there's any threat, but also being a precog, I know that there is none. (laughs) I just want to be part of the team. I try and give the guy first aid. Well, he's dead. (laughs) Second aid. Uh, (laughs) That doesn't work. Has that ever been done? (laughs) You think they would have thought of that by now. I want you all to stand here and look at his face for 30 seconds before we go in. We don't, we, we don't have time. No, 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 no. Oh, we did it, we did it. Having looked at his MP3s. face. For t- Let's find those MP3s. 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 Yes. You're, you're, if you're in the system, find, find any mysterious... I know there's no thing that says there's MP3s in the storage unit, but there's got to be a mysterious one that... that, 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 that right? Like, haven't we been to this specific locker before? No. Okay. Using my ability to uh, type in again to uh, computer records, 
Uh, I am looking for anything that seems to be obscured in his description, anything that might be obfuscative oh, or strange. And while he's doing that, I take off the guy, the dead guy's clothes and put him on and take his place, diehard style. Right. By the way, having been a pre-gog and looked at his face for 30 seconds, I can tell you that he was guilty of a pre-crime and would have done something terrible <laughs> to a child or a preteen in uh, you a month or so. That, that's I called, wasn't saying I like everything this guy does. I was just saying he didn't deserve to die in that moment. I didn't know he was into what he says he was going to be into. So you're pro Had he been a friend of you're mine, pro- I would have told him to run. This is... Okay. No, I'm not... H- Hordegard. I want to say I'm not pro-rape. Hordegard. Whoa, somebody protests too much. No, I'm not. It's almost like you're forcing us to accept you, that you're not pro-rape, but we don't have anything to say about it. You guys got lucky that he was into rape. You're being very forceful about this argument right now. He could now. have been not into rape. We didn't know. I, whatever, I'm taking off my clothes and I'm putting on this guy's. You're wearing a rape, you're wearing rape clothes. <laughs> I, I, and, I, and I chose to wear them. That's what people like you don't understand. Hortigard. It's no, called agency. No, in a rape, someone is making a choice. Hortigard, are you in the, are you in the system? <laughs> Are you in the system right now? It's the wrong... Anyway, let's not... I'm just saying this guy shouldn't have died. Anyway. Or maybe he showed up because he was going to do... Okay, I am in the system. But the FTR, uh, for the record, uh, anything you would like to know, you could possibly know. So if you are worried about the possibilities of his clothes, I could tell you what he might be able to do in the future. But otherwise, looking at the system, I can tell you that most of this data uh, was put together by uh, someone uh, working part-time who was going to uh, uh, an extension school. Uh, And so the information is not complete because this is not their first priority. Uh, We we need a a real hacker, like like an actual, (laughs) someone less empathic. Yeah, he's like worried about the guy's <laughs> Wait, uh, a college career. Why do we keep not bringing Hackai, the, the guy, the ha- guy whose hack is in his name? Can he? Can, can Hackai remote hack? Hey guys! Oh shit! <laughs> Cliffhanger! Oh. All right. So Alan, it's it's kind of like that, except there's swords, but it's also different, and it'll be in a different room and different people and. You'll figure it out. Allison, everybody. Demorge Brown. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, Demorge. David Horowitz. Sean Perlman from the Little Cuties. The Sperm Team. The Sperm Team. Will. (laughs) Scooter. Michael. (laughs) I think it was a Michael. And Dr. Sperm. And Dr. Sperm. I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor once again is Mr. Dan Harmon. Crisper up, Zach and Dustin in the in the back. Thank you to all the feral audio, feral audio team and everybody here at Meltdown Comics once again. Thank you for sticking around in this heat. Drive fast, take chances. We love you dearly.
the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.